Warning, the following content may contain elements that are not suitable for some audiences. Viewer discretion is advised. Live from NYC, human suplex machine, the one and only king. They stream it and they scream, it's the Taz Show. Everybody hacking, everybody just wants more with the action. Hip-hop Jones got the music blasting, better watch out, it's all he's asking. Over like Rover, he keeps it real, he's no joker. Original, he's no poser, no competition, he's the owner. There I'm moving speakers closer, cause it's time to tune in to the Taz Show. All righty, yeah, look, Friday action, Friday edition of the Taz Show. Thank you, everyone, if you are listening live right now at TazShow.com or the Radio.com app. Much appreciated. Maybe you're watching live right now. Watching the live video stream at TazShow.com. That is also appreciated. Or maybe you're listening to the audio-on-demand version of the broadcast of the show, which they also call... I call it an AOD, and some call it a podcast. So maybe listen to the podcast version at Spotify or TuneIn or iTunes or Play.it. Whatever you're doing on that front, I appreciate the support and the love, please. That's very kind of you. That's very nice that you love me, and I love you. It's a Friday edition of the Taz Show. It's going to be a fun two hours coming at you. Some insight, some detail. Going to talk a little Impact Wrestling. Uh, I did watch it. Definitely going to talk about the uh, NFL shenanigans that's going on, some free agency and uh, all the stuff, all the moving and shaking that's going on with the old NFL. That's something to talk about. I'm going to try and do song on social media with the producer of this show, Dennis Jones. They also call him the Lumberjack. So we'll try and do that. We had a lot of, we had a little different of a set design gimmick we had going on here. We had to change some stuff up. It's evolving in front of you. Well, maybe not as you're watching, but you know what I mean. A lot of people call the show already, Dennis, and that's great because it's a very simple process if you want to call the show. Attention hotline fans. All you got to do is dial an 866-475. That's a 2948. 866-475-2948. Let me welcome into the show real quick. Hopefully we don't hear from him that much. The producer of the show, the Dennis Jones. As I said, he's called the Lumberjack. Timber! Yes, sir. What's up? Good moment. Yeah, so there's a lot going on, and I know we talked before the show, uh, you know, and we're going to get into this in a little while, and I'm going to talk about it. That's Jimmy Garoppolo. The guy that I said, the Patriots, let him go, because someone could use this guy big time. But meanwhile, he posts something on his Instagram at 4 in the morning, but did he? That's the question. So I was going to talk about it a little while. You know what I'm not? I'm going to talk about it now, Dennis. And uh, I'm intrigued here because I get up early, as you know, because I do such an early show. And I'm always prepared. I'm always show prepping. I'm always working, nonstop work. And I, mean, I do outwork everyone. That's why I'm running the game. We know that. And I outwork everyone. Nonstop working. Don't take days. So if it's snowing out right now and I'm working. Right or wrong? I'm working. I'm here and I'm working. It's snowing. The snow, no. I have no fear. I work. I wouldn't have known that yesterday if it was snowing, but today I can tell. Yeah, well, I'm here. 
Okay, I'm here working, buddy. Okay, it's more. <laughs> me, me too. Well, no, you're here. You're not necessarily working. Will you stop? Oh, I'm the biz dev guy. I got a promotion. I work twice as hard now. That's right. You're the <laughs> Forgot about that. My point is this, sir. It's about me, okay? And I'm working nonstop, no matter what the way. It's a blizzard behind me. That's why you can see, if you watch the video, there's nothing blocking so you can see outside. It's a blizzard, I'd say. Can I get a one-shot, please? I don't want to see Dennis right now, Anthony. Please, I'm trying to promote how much snow is coming down right now, and I am here working. It's gonna. It's not gonna look good when we get like two inches. Like, it's, it's, it's crazy outside. I don't know how we got in this morning. I'm a nonstop workaholic. You guys know that. I bust my ass harder than anybody in the game. No doubt. No days off. Working nonstop. Working. So anyway, I digress. Okay. Are we getting worked because of this Garoppolo thing? So what do I mean by that? Well, Jimmy Garoppolo, the backup quarterback for the New England Patriots, who I think is a really good quarterback, actually, Big D. And, uh, you know, we saw that while Tom Brady was serving his suspension because he's a cheater. Okay, we know he cheated, Brady. I don't care what anybody says. Did he take the balls and order the equipment guy to alter them? So now Garoppolo, while Brady was on suspension, tore it up. He played great. Okay, he did. So, I mean, I knew I knew of this guy's greatness like a year ago, two years ago, because I know the game. I know what's going on. I know football. I know sports. I know everything. I know pop culture. I know life. That's what I am. I'm a living, breathing man, you know? So <laughs> That's good. So, so the thing is, I know stuff. And I'm telling you right now, Garoppolo, as I said the other day here on this show, would be a star for somebody else. A star. Instead, he's stuck under the thumb of Tom Brady. And it's very, very frustrating. So now, Garoppolo, as I do this show live at 7.06 a.m., on his Instagram, okay, there's something on there that's saying, you know, am I waiting for something? Am I, am I good? <laughs> there it is. Oh, there, there's the Instagram. For those watching the video, okay, Garoppolo, I can't read that. that it's too I got far. you. The monitor's too far. Read it. So, so grateful for my time in New England. Peace out, Boston. That's a picture of Garoppolo. He's a very handsome man. Uh, it's a picture of Garoppolo uh, winning at uh, one of the Super Bowl things. You know, he's, he's at, after the game. Yay, I won. Now that was posted at like four a.m., bro, Eastern. Very early. But now there's a now. If you listen to the audio on demand of this, the podcast or the VOD, this is probably old news already. So sorry. It, you know, that's the weird thing about my show. It's first run live. Okay, so I'm giving you live stuff. So the thing is, like, why was it posted? Why, I'm sorry, why is it still posted on there? It's not taken down because there's claims that he was, it's a hoax, that this is not real, that someone hoaxed him, hacked him, whatever. And uh, I'm looking at this thing like, well, wait a minute. Let's back up a second. You're telling me you have an Instagram account and you're verified and it's a hoax, but yet over two hours has went by and it's still up there. You know who I think is behind this? I'm very interested to hear this. Cleveland Browns. Oh, I thought you were going to go Brady. Okay. <laughs> no, no, it's not Brady. No, Brady wants him there. Oh, no, 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 oh, no, no, my friend. Brady wants him there. Oh, Why do you say that? Oh, stop the presses, please. Brady <laughs> wants him there because it makes Brady look better. He don't want this guy to go out. This is the next Danny White. You know Danny White is, nice sir? Nice Cowboys reference. Yes, sir. Roger Starback, he was trying, you know, he had Danny White under his thumb. And then Roger uh, left the game or whatever, and here comes Danny White, number 11. Stud. Touchdown Jones. I mean, you know, he's punting, throwing passes. I know my game. 
This is the same thing here with Garoppolo. This guy here, Brady, he wants him to stay with New England. The reason why I'm saying the Cleveland Browns is Cleveland Browns are in talks with stuff, right? They they took uh, something happened with the Osweiler, right? But Brock uh, they traded for Brock Osweiler. They did, but he's trade bait. He's 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 draft pick bait. Okay, that's what Osweiler. They don't want him. They don't want Osweiler. I don't think anybody wants him. The 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 Browns. He is draft pick Jones, and. I think the Browns want to dangle draft picks in front of the Patriots because they want the Garoppolo. And I'm not the only one who's an expert at topics like this that's talking this stuff. I don't know what you're smirking at because I am an expert. I know. I just, you said I'm not the only one talking well, about this. Well, you kind of had a little bit of a smirk on your face, and I don't think that was nice, to be honest. You made a face like you're not really an expert at this. I look, I give, I give you know football talk and the activity known as baseball talk like a, like a real man out here. I, I don't talk like... Well, this is the stat, and this, I'm not a computer, I'm a human, I have feelings, I, I love things. That was a good robot. I mean, think. Buddy is stupid. You gotta think about how, how I work out here, my friend. You know me very well. And keep in mind, without me, you have nothing. You do know that. You provide too much, almost, at times. You are so lucky. Uh, the phone lines are jammed up, as usual, and I'll get to the phones, um... We have a lot of people want to talk football, some want to talk wrestling, and some are probably asking, where is Chef Mike with our food? Uh, I, I guess there was a miscommunication because there's no food. You know, I'm going to stand up for Chef Mike here. We can, I'm not saying that I'm entitled, that I want... I'm just saying that I'm... It's not for You've me. You've gotten accustomed to a certain style of living? Yes, a high end because of the Chef Mike, because he is the man, but uh, he is the man. But the thing is, like, it's not for me, it's for you guys, it's for the staff here. No, no, I'm serious. I feel bad for you guys. I, you know, I bring catering, I bring there, munchkins. There was catering today. Well, you're welcome. I, I bring munchkins. We, we said thank you. It's not the same. It pales in comparison when Chef Mike's bringing, like, a full-course meal. No, what Chef Mike does is incredible second to none almost but you know he's how you provide a free lunch he yes. provides us a free breakfast so we <sighs> yeah but just not rude, often enough it's rude of us to just assume that every friday he's going to be bringing us becks and sex i i i, I just what i'm saying is like i think it would be cool like if chef mike had like a a, a hot plate or a skillet set up in a control room next to anthony and he could just that's cook. a terrible idea because we wouldn't get any food <laughs> if it's set next to him i know right no but it'd be cool like you know if he just cooked up you know cooked up some shit for us it'd be great pancakes pancakes flapjacks i love a good them. flapjack I'm lumberjack sure you, flapjack you love flapjack and you love man meat that's what you've told me will you stop you did just that. on my chest you said you like there it is right there stop so <laughs> yeah you said you're a big fan of man meat on the chest and you like the flapjack so i mean that's uh there was some positive feedback to our our man meat discussion yesterday well no the man meat discussion was your discussion don't lump me into that it's your show. I know. Well, there was positive discussion. What, people on the social media? People said uh, I would buy a man meat shirt. Really? A shirt that said, good gosh. For those that didn't catch yesterday's episode, we, we were talking about, well, I don't. I didn't bring it up. It's probably one of the planted callers that Dennis set up. To, to <laughs> Thanks, Mom. Yeah, to promote that we need to have a t-shirt because Taz has a litany of t-shirts. Uh, maybe because Taz is a star. That could be one reason. And you're wearing one. I'm wearing one. I mean, I, I, of course. You, <laughs> I look how you look. I like, okay, I, you looked at this shirt. Look, I don't have that one. Well, because I like, I, I love all your shirts <laughs> to start with. I mean, let's get that out there. But that one especially, I like. Yeah, this was a, a little bit of an old, this is Yambeg, uh, 
Yambag Jones. This was, we did this during the football before the football season this past year. It's still available if you want to go purchase it. Then it's over at the uh, clothesline. Yeah, clothesline.com. Clothesline. Yeah. Can yeah. I borrow your credit card for a second? No, no, and you can. No, you cannot. Nope, 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 nope. Not happening. No. Um. So anyway, uh, I got to get to these calls. I got to talk a little TNA in a little bit. I do have more football stuff I want to talk about. So I gave you my conspiracy theory on who possibly hacked into Jimmy Garoppolo's Instagram. Okay. Um. I think it'd be the Browns, but all can aside, I'm starting to think that this was not a hoax, uh, and I'm starting to think that Garoppolo did this himself, and he made sure it dropped at 4 a.m., So he and it's still up there, and he could act like, oh, Rising Shine, J- Shine Jones, I just woke up, oh gosh, look at this, my Instagram was hacked. You know, I don't know, I think this is his way of getting the message out. To uh, you know, all the hardcore fans that 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 are fans of his that want him to get out from under the thumb of Tom Brady and Bill Je- Belichick. That's what I think. Day night, cold hot. So I'm thinking that maybe Garoppolo did this himself, and then he's going to pull it down and act like he got hacked. And he's verified on Instagram. I mean, so they're saying it's a hoax. Now he's not. That, we're not getting no statement from him yet. From from Jimmy, right? No, he probably won't, he probably quote unquote hacked himself. Went back to bed. Oh, it'll all blow over by the time I get up. It's still up there. It's still up there at 7.13 a.m. in the morning on Friday. So this thing has been on there for several hours. Uh, It has over 22,000 likes, almost 23,000 likes. It was posted three hours ago as I'm live to you right now. And people are, and look, this one guy's even saying to him on his thing here, it's a hoax. Why is it still up there? That's a that's the question. I mean, really. I mean, this is why when you come from the the business I'm from, the wrestling business, everything's a work. <laughs> everything's a work. It would not be up there. Okay, he's sleeping. He's a grown ass man. He has a cell phone. And, and I need to stop yelling. I need to stop. Let I me mean, calm down. He's a grown ass man. And I would assume that someone would wake him up or call him or ding his phone or call his cell phone. Jimmy, Jimmy. If you look at this guy, I'm pretty sure he's probably laying in bed next to some sort of a female. I'm just saying. Uh, he's a pretty handsome fella. I don't think he's, he's sleeping alone. Let's put it that way. Is he married? Can we find out if this guy's married? I mean, Jimmy Crickets. The guy's gimmick title on his Instagram is Jimmy Polo. He's hacking the business. What about Johnny Polo? Raven. What about Raven? Johnny Polo. He stole this gimmick. What's uh. up, Jimmy Polo 10? You go to his Instagram account. I know some of you are thinking, oh, geez, Taz, just because he's a Patriot, then you got to attack him because you hate the Patriots. No. I'm actually a supporter of the Jimmy Garoppolo. I feel bad for him because he's talented. Is he married? No. no I, I promise you he's laying in bed next to a girl. That's smart of him not to get me. Uh, too, uh, too young to get married. I, 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 he is... He is not in bed alone, my friend. Yeah. Right. Look at this guy. He's like a model, this guy. The Patriots do well for themselves. Oh, with the females. Brady. Uh, Brady. Am- Amendola. Oh, jeez. How about the Gronk? Edelman. Gronk. Oh, jeez. This guy's running around playing grab ass on a regular basis. Didn't he have some kind of... Like, he had some cruise where it was basically just like a, a booze cruise of just ladies. Ladies. Living the life. <laughs> That's what we need to do. Taz show on the road. Booze yeah. cruise. Oh, yeah. Booze cruise. No. I have no interest in being trapped on a boat with you or anybody else, including the fans of the show. I want to be left alone. Don't bother me. Oh, you would. Uh, you could sit in the crow's nest. 
No, I'll stay alone in my basement and watch football. I love everybody, but I don't want to be bothered. That's just the way this goes. So anyway, that's the deal there on Jimmy Garoppolo. I do think that he that I don't think it was a hoax. I think this was a planted gimmick. It's still up there. Okay, and none of these football people are going to tell you that. Why is it still up there? I'm going to peel back the curtain. That's what I do. I expose what's going on. I'm telling you what's going on. Some of these other people are not going to do that. I'm telling you the truth. That's how we roll here in the Tash Show. This is not a hoax. This is a work, and this guy put it up there himself. I don't give a rat's ass what anybody says. Do you, sir, as the producer, agree with me? This... It, it's got a hoaxy feel to it, but you're very convinced. Why hasn't it been taken down? I don't know. It's still there. Every other every other time someone gets hacked, whether it's real or, or they just say something stupid and go with the hack reasoning, yeah. instantly it's it's deleted and they they put out a statement yeah, like, "Hey, saying. yeah." And and I'm telling you, the Browns. Okay, the Browns. Now, yeah, why are the Browns behind this? Not, well, they're probably not really behind <laughs> this, but it would be funny. Because I think the Browns want Garoppolo. They don't want Osweiler. He is just, they're going to use him to get with somebody else or whatever to get draft picks. Do you not, do you not see that, sir? I, I mean, I'm not the only one who said this, by the way. I said, well, you know the game. You know football. I mean, come on. I mean, I know, I know the game. I know every game. I know everything. I'm running the game. I know the whole thing. But you know some stuff about this. I could, I mean, obviously the Browns are, gonna, are after Garoppolo. Why would you trade for Osweiler? Because it's not like the Patriots want him. Like what? So now you're no, just. I have... don't know what they're going to do, sir. I'm not a general manager of a football team. But what I'm saying is, I just give opinions. What I'm telling you is, I really feel that they're going to they're using Os the Browns are using the Osweiler as uh, the Brock Lesnar Osweiler as dangling draft pick bait. And the pat the pats are big. They always win, so they need higher draft picks. Do you not follow the game here, sir? I very much do. Okay, so they need to get higher on the draft board because they win the Super Bowl every year. So it's like you know they they don't get draft picks, so they need to you know do some trade gimmicks. You know they so what's his name? Uh, speaking of the Patriots, uh, Blunt, the running back, Legarius Blunt, Legarrett Blunt. Is he? Uh, he's up and running here. We there's a chance maybe my Bills might get him. Huh? That would never happen in conference, but. Just, I no, guess he's a free it could agent. He can sign anywhere. Yeah, but, but I don't, he, like, I don't, he likes New England. I know he does, but apparently he could be up for grabs. I'm just telling you. I've done my homework. I'm just letting you Belichick know. Belichick is so smart with getting rid of players. I know he is at the right time. I know Belichick is. You're right. I'm not on Snap Face Instant Chatter. No, I totally agree with you. I know, totally agree with you. Uh, let's talk to uh, who we got here, Marty in uh, Watertown. Uh, you're on the Taz Show. What's up, man? Hey, Taz. How you doing this morning? Today? Good. I'm I'm okay this moment, sir. How are you? I'm pretty good. So. For those, hold on, hold on, Marty. For those that aren't aware, see, if you notice what Marty did, he did a very good thing right there from Watertown because he caught himself in mid-sentence because we have a thing here. We have a lot of new viewers and listeners lately on the show. I can feel the growth. And uh, that sounded weird, but you get my drift. <laughs> but it's, Marty, bear with me. So the thing is, like, no, so, so the thing is, like, uh, Marty caught himself because he almost said good morning. So we don't do that here on the Taz Show. There is not good morning. It's not bad morning. There's no morning. We don't use that word because we have to assume that there's a plethora of folks that are listening on demand or watching VOD. Therefore, it's not morning for them. So we have a thing here called Moment by Mike Johnson from PW, uh, PW Insider. And instead of saying good morning, we say good moment. You, Marty, are aware of that, and you got to catch yourself. That is correct. I feel like when people call here, it's like the soup Nazi. That is correct. Yes, Taz. No. It's okay, Marty. Go. What's up, bro? Talk to me. All right. So I had two questions for you. So I was one, I was watching uh, 
movie the other day, and I thought it would be a great role if we ever decided to get into acting. Acting? Uh, yeah, what's, what do you want me to do? All right, so have you ever seen uh, Robin Hood, uh, Men in Tights? No, uh, I'm familiar with it. My son said it's hilarious. I did not see it. I'm a mature man. That's why I don't watch movies that are immature and sophomore, because I don't believe in that stuff. Well, there is a role portrayed by Dom DeLuise where he's sort of like a godfather. <laughs> it's funny already, because Dom DeLuise was hilarious. Yes? So I thought you'd be great in that role. And uh, if you ever have a movie done about you, who do you think would portray you? Robert De Niro. Well, without doubt. Yeah, I think Robert De Niro because he's a great actor. He's a very successful man. He's a good-looking man, and he, him and I kind of look similar. So uh, I, I think De Niro would be the best. He's the best actor, in my opinion, in the world. Okay? Some people would say Denzel's great. Okay, I think Denzel's overrated. How about that? Everybody don't. Marty, you a big Denzel fan? He's okay. Yeah, I think he's overrated. I, I mean, I think his run is going to end soon. He's had a, his honeymoon and stuff. Success is going to end soon. He had a couple of good years, and it's he's, it's over soon. I'm just, I'm Marty. I'm serious. It's over. I'm telling you, it's done. He's overrated. Okay. And my other question was, so you, I, you've had quite a bit of injuries during your career, correct? Unfortunately, yes. Thanks for bringing it up. Sorry about that. Not sorry. I'm so, joking. I'm, it was a joke. I'm just teasing. I'm, I was just teasing. But go ahead, continue, sir. I'm in a ball-busting mood today, so I'm sorry, Monica. Yeah. Go, go, go. No, it's fine. Uh, before your eventual retirement, was there ever, like, an injury that you or Mrs. Mrs. Taz uh, thought, like, hey, I need to quit this? Well, that's a good question. Um, you know, I, I think when I – it was, it was – uh, Look, my wife didn't even want me to get into the business because we've been together that long, right? So she really, you know, since like high school, you know what I mean, Marty? So it's like she she didn't sign up for this. You know, she thought I was going to be like some construction worker nine, working nine to five, you know what I mean? So uh, that's that's what her hopes were for me because she figured, yeah, this guy's just a loser, but I love him. So maybe he'll just, you know, not make peanuts and be like a, not even a full-blown construction worker. A guy that just works part time, and maybe I work in a drugstore, like delivering stuff, you know. So, but but yet I've aspired to be more as I'm doing. But yes, the injury to answer your questions unsuccinctly, I would say is uh, when I tore my bicep on Raw. That was one of the last major injuries I had, and that set me back. Even though I came back from it, but the thing was, Marty, it was a deal where um, it was. Uh, it, it, it set me back. It disappointed me, and I had a lot of injuries before that. And I felt like, ah, this really sucks, man. I, I'll come back from it. But God, I, 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 I didn't, I didn't feel I was injury prone because I wasn't. But you know, I, to your point, I had a lot of injuries over a long career. So that's uh, so when my wife, once I started getting the opportunity to do commentary, when I came back from the torn bicep, and I was doing broadcasting a little bit very early in broadcasting while I was still wrestling. And when WWE came to me, I didn't want to do the broadcasting. And my wife was telling me, dude, do this because you need this because, you know, your career is not going to last much longer. And, you know, it's be nice to have another career and have an income. You know what I mean? So that's that's the backstory. Okay. Sir. Does Thank that is that help you? Did I help you? Were you or are you satisfied with your, your, your call, sir? I'm always satisfied whenever I call in. You're the best, Marty. Thank you, pal. Thank you for the free lunch, Ted. And thank you for the love and support, Marty. Have a great day, Ted. You too, sir. Bye-bye. This is how I deal with people. This is why the phone lines are jammed. I give the phone number, Dennis, once a show. A two-hour broadcast every day, and I give the phone number once. You know why? I don't have to tell these people to keep calling the show. I don't. These people. They just call because they know I'm giving them a platform. I love them. They love me. It's called a relationship, Dennis. Not an agenda.
All right. So going to go to break in a little while, not just yet. I'm going to take another call, I think. And then I, I want to talk a little bit about um, some stuff with TNA. Uh, and also, I have another thing I want to talk about because I noticed well, I was watching boxing uh, the other night. And I want to talk about something with that. But first, I want to talk uh, to Sean. Who's in, uh, where's Sean at in Houston? Sean, you're, you're in Houston and I'm in New York. You're on the Taz Show. What's up? Good moment, Taz. Good moment, my friend. And chomp, chomp to the Man Meat Jones. Chop, chop. That was funny. I almost spit out my coffee when you said Man Meat Jones. Jones, Man Meat Jones makes it. Yep, yep, yeah, you're a Jones fan. I got it. What's up? Taz, I want to uh, thank you for something specific and I want to give you my off the hook. Okay, give the off the hook first. All right, for the uh, the continuing the often hacked Taz show themed WrestleMania for the FTWW title, yes, you have what was originally going to be a three way between Veda Scott, Taylor Hendricks, and Diana Perazzo. That would be some three way for that would be an excellent three way. I completely agree with that. Now it's a four way match. Okay, <laughs> it's a four way match now because you received the please, please, last please, please don't throw Dennis in that thing because then I will not want to watch that. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, no. After the beating you received last weekend, I think we need to add Mrs. Deruki. Oh no! <laughs> all right. Well, all right. Maybe. <laughs> all right. <laughs> That's not a bad idea. She's walking away oh, with the title. She's, she's definitely. She's going to be over. She's going to be over. She's going over. Uh, she would have to go over. Actually, <laughs> that, that would be true. Uh, what else is going on, dude? We're good. Hey, man. No, I wanted to thank you real quick. Oh uh, yeah, you wanted to thank every... me. I forgot about that. You got. Well, you're you're over in Philadelphia. You're over in Australia, and I've noticed since I started calling the show, you were over with the Sean. You have a plethora of Sean's that call you. Interesting. So last week when I called, I was going to ask you to dub me with a Twitter handle so I could get on the Twitter and interact with the show. Yes. But because you're Castradamus, you already gave it to me. And I want to thank you for the speakerphone Jones. And from now on when I call, you will be speaking to speakerphone Jones from Houston. Awesome. As long as we have clarity audio on the speakerphone Jones, we're good. We're good. I almost just vomited. Um, but I'll, I'll tell you that you're welcome. So I've seen your, your plethora uh, litany of tweets. Thank you for the support right. and love. I appreciate that, Speakerphone Jones. Seriously. Thank you, sir. I'm trying to learn. If it gets annoying, just, you know, throw me in a katajime. It's getting a little annoying. So I'm going <laughs> to... I'm gonna give you. I'm letting you know. It's a little, no, no. I'm gonna teach you, Sean. It's real simple. You, you, if you don't mind me asking, if you don't mind me asking, sir, please, I'm talking. If you don't mind me asking, how old are you, Sean? I am 34. Okay, so you're a grown ass man. So let me tell you how this works yes. here on the Twitter. It's usually good. Like if you you don't want to tweet too much. When I first got Twitter, I was tweeting too much. My son's like, Dad, you got to chill. Okay, and now. Sometimes if I go on a diatribe, I might bang out about 50 tweets in about two hours. And, and Dennis has nodded his head. Dennis has nodded his head, yes. He can, he can get on a roll. I can get on a roll. I'm, I've, I haven't done that in a while, but I can do that sometimes if I have something that I'm biting my teeth into. But I'm going to tell you, Speakerphone Jones, what you need to do, if you want to keep this gimmick alive that I've given you inadvertently, okay, because I'm such a genius, you need to do this, okay? Real simple, Sean, uh, Speakerphone Jones. Tweet at someone you like, no matter if it's me or somebody else, uh, you know, whatever. Um, uh, you don't want to do it more than once a day because then it gets to the point where, you know, you're not going to get people because, you know, we're, we're, we live in a very um, 
insecure world, Sean, in the social media. We need to get retweeted. We need to get favorites. It's a huge thing. If I don't get enough retweets of favorites or something, I can't sleep. I, I can't eat. I, I need to run my face into a wall. I just, I need to throw myself off, off like something high. So, you know, I just, so, so we need that. We need that, you know? So make sure you okay. don't tweet, you don't tweet too much, okay? Okay, not a problem. Thank you for the uh, learning tree, sir. Oh, you're very welcome, sir. Boys and girls, it's time to gather around the learning tree. That's how it works here on the Taz Show. There's a plethora, plethora of things. So, uh, still, uh, can we get an update real quick before we go to break on the Jimmy Garoppolo on the Instagram? Again. One second, folks, and then on the other side of break, I want to talk about commentary uh, from a boxing perspective compared to combat sports. We're going to talk about a little impact wrestling. How are we looking there, Big Dave? What do we got? Still there. It's still up there. Jiminy Crickets. Uh-uh-uh. All right, well, a lot of you guys are on hold. I'll get to you guys on the other side of the break. Uh, also, I'm uh, going to talk to you, as I said, I, I have some things I want to say, and I want to talk about a little bit with commentary. Commentary compared to calling boxing or MMA compared to pro wrestling. And speaking of pro wrestling, um, I'd also uh, like you to ponder this during the break here, okay? Could you imagine Impact Wrestling? If they had somebody running the ship on TV, that is, in character, running the ship that could have so much heat and actually get people to watch that show more. I'm going to tell you who that guy is. And you're going to be surprised on the other side of break. Taz Show, sit tight. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. All right. Taz Show, Friday edition. Coming out here for the next, I don't know, hour and a half. Banged out a segment. We're going to talk a little uh, impact here in a little bit, and uh, I've been talking some football, and uh, the Jimmy Garoppolo, by the way, just give you an update, at uh, 7.36 a.m. Eastern here, it's no hoax in my opinion, that thing is still up there that he's leaving, the Patriots. So, that would have been pulled down uh, before. Oh, let me see Sky Scott Jones again, hey, hey, do that sky shot again. I'm just curious how it looks, we have more light, more natural light in here. Oh, yes, that's riveting. Um... <laughs> Riveting. Great word. That's riveting. That's great. Uh, so, yeah, very busy show here. Um, got everybody. The phone lines are jammed. So, if you're trying to call the show, uh, some of those lines are free up here shortly. <clears throat> I'll take a couple of calls here and there. I said, we're going to talk impact a little bit. I'm going to tell you who could be the, the real heat miser. Who could be the guy to be the face of impact, in my opinion, to do something a little different. What's up? You got something to say, sir? You're looking at me with that look in your face like, I want to talk. Yeah. <laughs> Let I, me talk, Taz. I did have that look. What? In the break, they uh, the the team, the video team, yeah. and the call screener yeah. wanted me to ask you. No. Oh, it's not a yes or no question. Okay, I'm sorry. Okay, continue. Um, you picked Robert De Niro yes. for yourself. To play uh, my role, absolutely. Yeah. Inquiring minds are wondering, who would you have play me? You wouldn't be part of it. I mean, that's really it. That's you, one way. I, the reason why I didn't mention who would play you because I never thought of you. I mean, so that's, that's... That's kind. Oh, no, no, sir. Like, as soon as I can find another producer, you're gone. I mean, you know this. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, you, you don't have a spot in the movie. It's, you're not part of my career or my life, sir. I mean, it's just... Who's, just, who's playing Seth? 
Him too. He's not involved. No, it's the movie. Is, is there anyone here that would have a role? No. Absolutely nobody at CBS Radio. Not one person. Until they put my friggin' poster in the lobby like they promised me, then I will not have anyone in my movie. Because they promised me I'd be in that lobby, and they lied to me. And I'm, I'm, I don't want to build up and bitch here like a little crybaby, but it's coming. I've been putting wallet-sized stickers of you in the corners of the posters. Sir, they promised me a frickin' poster in the lobby of myself. Instead, I got to look at 50,000 posters of Boomer and Carton, 2,600 posters of that other guy, Carson Daly, and Kanye West. He didn't even work here. <laughs> he doesn't even work here. And the other redheaded ginger guitar player, one of your oh. brethren, what's his name? Uh... The other guy. Uh, we don't use the G word. Galloway Jones. What's his name? Uh, what, what's his name? I don't know. The guy from... Uh, he looks like he's like a Monday John Denver. What's the guy's name? Ed Sheeran? Yeah, that guy. Yeah, yeah, that's the guy. Yep. Ed Sheeran. He's a modern a day John... A modern day John He's Denver. a modern day John Denver, I say, and I think most would agree with me on that. Yep. Google GTS. John Denver, Ed jo- Sheeran lookalikes? For those younger folks out there, you Google John Denver. He was a singer. Country Rocky Rose. Mountain Hot. What's the, oh, Country Roads? Take me home. Uh, to the place I belong. West Virginia County, mama. That's John Denver, right? Yes, sir. Actually, song was pretty cool. <laughs> well, anyway, this Ed Sheeran is a modern-day version of John Denver, okay? And and that's that's who's in the hallway and not me. They got a post of him. He don't, who do you have a beat? And what shows does he do? That's a very large... Bridge to gap the John Denver Ed Sheeran lookalike. And who in the f? How many downloads does Ed Sheeran have every week here uh, on this Play It network on CBS uh, Radio? N- nothing compared to me, I can promise you. And I don't brag and boast about my numbers. I don't. No, that's not my style. You know, no, I don't. I don't, sir. You don't, but <laughs> others do. Others do. I don't. I don't throw out numbers. I'm still taken aback. That you think John Denver looks like Ed Sheeran? He does. He's not. Don't look like him. He's the same style singer. That country kind of soft stuff. Hey, uh, Landon in uh, South Carolina, you're on a Taz show. How can I help you, sir? Good moment, Taz. Good moment, Lumberjack. Jack. Good moment, my friend. Are you uh, in a parade? Are you marching? I heard stomping. Are you in the military? What is going on? I am at work. Currently. Okay. Don't get upset. What's going on, sir? How can I help you? First time, long time to start out. Oh, it's very nice. Uh, for those that don't understand, I hate when people say first time, long time. When they call it the radio shows, that's a, called a shot in the yam bag, otherwise known as your balls. Uh, and how can I help you, sir, with this audio that you have on Falling your phone? Down a that mountain. is horrible. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Landon, what do you work on? Landon, Landon, what do you work on? A loading dock? I, I'm in a warehouse, actually. You got high lows and forklifts running around there like they did on SmackDown? <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, Landon. Landon. Yes, sir. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Uh, unfortunately, it's very loud behind you, but I, I think it's great. I feel like I'm working back. I used to work on a loading dock, actually. I did. All right. I worked. I worked Tommy? No, no. I worked for roadway trucking back in the day, and I used to run a forklift. A high, otherwise known as a high-low, correct, uh, Landon? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I know I, the vernacular. I know the terms of the warehouses. How can I help you, sir? Please. I have two off-the-hooks and a t-shirt idea for the lumberjack. Okay, that's off-the-hooks. Wrap it, though, please. Quick, quick, go. All right, first I have Charlotte versus Michelle McCool. Okay. And second, I have Cesaro versus Bruno Sammartino. Okay, okay. I think that would actually be pretty cool. And what is your uh, t-shirt idea? All right, 
on the front, I was to have the lumberjack cartoonish, like the big boy, and holding a hamburger. And that's hand. actually, f- hold on. So far, I like the idea. I'm just telling you that. All right. He's holding a hamburger in one hand and an axe over the shoulder. Dude, it's badass. His idea is actually really good. Good start. No, Landon's idea, the big boy gimmick. You know what he's talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's right, bro. He's got a good idea. Landon, consider and, uh, this stolen, my friend, and you're getting no residuals or royalties on this. Oh, oh, it's your IP. Your IP. That's right. I love the echo, too. I love how it's now. You walked in. Now what happens? You walked into the, sound you, effects story. No, you walked into the men's room, or he's in, like, an office where his boss is at so we can hear him better, and now it's an echo. Yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Put my mic on! All right, Landon, look, I got to let you go. I like your idea. We're probably going to steal it. Thank you for calling. All right. Hey, oh, hold on. Landon. Landon. I have a question. How long have you been listening or watching the show? You said you were a first-time caller, so how long? Since last August. Wow. What what got you involved? Did you find out about the show via, like, the Twitter or one of my specials on CBS Sports Radio? How? Um, I was listening to JR's podcast, and he mentioned that you had a radio show. Oh, awesome. Awesome. Nice. I looked and found it on the Audio On Demand. Thank you. Thank you to JR, and thank you to you. I appreciate it, Leonard. Make sure you call back, all right, bro? I will, I will. And when we see this, when you see this T-shirt idea, uh, make sure you go to Clothesline and buy one. Uh, you will not get it on sale, and you will not get a discount, even though it's your idea. Uh, I don't intend to. I don't expect, I, I don't expect to I have you. a discount. No, it's okay. No, no. We'll see what happens. We'll see if, uh, something, if something could happen. Maybe you call back down the road if we do do the T-shirt, and then uh, we can get the Clothesline or somebody to send you a couple for free, or Dennis will buy it and send it to you for nothing. How about that? All right, great. Lennon, you want to go? It seems like you want to hang up on me. This is weird. You're calling a radio show. You want to go. Oh. Well, I don't want to take up too much of your time. No, I want to keep talking, actually. Uh, because, uh, no, I'm kidding. I got to go, Landon. I, I don't have time for this. All right. <laughs> Landon, listen. Have a good day, pal. All right, you too. Thank and you. Thank, hey, Landon, listen. Be careful at work. Be careful at work. And do you work overnights? Uh, I work early mornings. All right, cool. So you listen to the show like your earbuds in and you listen live every day? I listen to the audio on the man because I don't have a good data package. Oh, yeah. You're like Dennis. He doesn't have a good package either. Uh, anyway, on that note, um, <laughs> I right, Landon, we'll talk to you soon, brother. All right. Thank you. Take care. So anyway, I think that joke went over his head. Um, <laughs> good guy right there, Landon. At least he got off the, uh, the high load, the forklifts. I will trade an echo for uh, whatever, wherever he was. He no one cares. The, he was in the okay. middle of the warehouse. Please, sir, please. I have a show to do. Stop trying to take over my show. Just stop it. You're doing this too much. People have been direct messaging me telling me Dennis is trying to take over. He's trying to be all encompassing and he's being annoying. People start not to like you. I'm just telling I'm being honest. I'm just telling the truth. Starting to not like <laughs> me? Well, it's that. Well, I don't want to get into it. But yes, they're, they're starting not to like you. Listen, I, 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 watched, I watched Impact Wrestling. I watched it last night. I, okay. You did not see it, correct, sir? I did not. Okay. So, <clears throat> they did a... I'm not going to get into every segment and talk about every segment and break it down. <clears throat> they put out a really good effort, I felt. They did a really good package in the beginning of the show. Like a history package of all this really cool stuff that happened over the years in Jeff Jarrett's creation of TNA into Impact Wrestling and during that era, obviously, when Dixie Carter owned it and everything... All the different talents, big-name talent that's been through there and a lot of talent that now is with WWE. And basically showing that these guys were at the... I don't want to put words in their mouth, but it kind of felt like they were saying, in a good way, and they should do this, 
uh, hey, this these guys were kind of found here. No, but they had stuff with Hulk Hogan in there, obviously, and Sting, and they didn't allude to that. Obviously, those guys had careers way before TNA was even around, but and then success, obviously. But the thing is, I thought the history package of the company was awesome, and you felt like, with the buzz on the internet, and even though this wasn't live, and everything that TNA has done with social media, because they do a good job of that, and they do a good job of getting stuff out to the media that they want to leak out. They do a good job of that. And for those that don't know, all companies do that, not just in wrestling. Sports teams do that. Everybody does that. That have uh, you know companies or brands or leagues. Or you, you, the media is there for you to try to use the media to promote something any way you want to promote it. <clears throat> and I'm telling you, sports teams do that too. So in wrestling, it happens all the time, including WWE. They get stuff to leak that they want leaked. And that's been going on for years. So if Mike Johnson was on right now, I'm sure he would admit to that. So TNA, let me stop saying TNA because they're not TNA anymore. Impact Wrestling has done a good job of that leading up to this show that aired last night. They were kind of, right, I know you didn't watch it, Dennis, but right or wrong, you, you follow every stuff, things with the yeah. business. They did a good job of, now, you, you know, we had a call call yesterday. We had people tweeting, hey, uh, Taz, are you going to watch it? Hey, are you intrigued about the new Impact Wrestling and ba ba ba, you know, uh, the new regime, the new ownership, Anthem, boom, boom, boom. And I'm like, well, if I can watch it, I'll watch it. I got something to do. And I was able to watch a good amount of it. So I did watch it, and I, I watched it because of that buzz, because they did do a good job to get people to want to watch it. Because it's a new, people love when it's something new. You're selling me that it's going to be something new. You're telling me it's going to be something new. Your fan base is saying, we can't wait for this new thing. And there was some new elements in the show, for sure. New talents, new faces, definitely. That part was cool, to a degree. What I did not like was right out of the box, and I'm a first impression guy. I believe in first impressions are vital, okay? Especially when you have content on television because there's so much content on people's phones, as I've said many times in the past, on your computer, on your television. So people click, 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 quick. Or they go on their phone and they click, 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 click. You know what I mean? So there's a lot of different options. So first impressions are vital because you got to keep me. So what does that mean? You got to keep me. So when I'm going to watch your show, you got to keep me as a viewer. And the history package they showed got me right away, and I'm in. Maybe because I was a small part of some of that history as a broadcaster in that company. You know? That helps. But no, that was, but no, but as a, but <clears throat> you didn't see it, sir. So I don't know if you really qualified to really snicker and make comments like you just did. I think that was a little, that was a little, that's why you're not liked. Seriously, no, but that's why. One of my many reasons. That's why you're not liked. Yeah. Because you shouldn't really have said anything. I'm in my opening monologue here, sir. Please let me just do my monologue, please. Okay, so here's the thing. They they hooked me in that opening package, and then they come out. The first thing you see in the arena, in the impact zone, is two guys fighting in the audience. So at first I didn't even know who it was, but it was Eddie Edwards and Davey Richards. The former team known as the Wolves. Okay, great team. They were, you know, their success before TNA, you know, everything. It's just, just great guys, great team, great workers. Uh, Eddie, former TNA champion, everything. I, the success of them as team and former champions, all that stuff, right? And they're fighting 
in the audience, which I have no problem with Eddie and Davey. I like these guys. I have no problem with them doing that segment, them fighting in the audience. They did a big pull apart on the ramp. They did all this stuff. They did what we call in the business and when you're on TV, start off hot. You know, kick it off hot. Okay? It's, that's what they did. I guess to build excitement. But what they did wrong, in my professional opinion, and I'm just giving my opinion, was they assumed that it's just their regular viewer watching. I didn't even, you know, it was tough to really understand what was going on. Like, I haven't watched in many weeks. You know when you are promoting and leaking and starting something new with new ownership and new this and new that, in my opinion, I think you got to start the show assuming you have a plethora of new viewers. Because they did. They had new viewers and hopefully those viewers stayed with them. Now you start off like that, and I'm confused. I, I I'm confused, and you know, and then and then I realized I I knew that Davey was injured, and then it stuck because I've watched TNA uh, even once I left, not on a regular basis. So I understood. I don't think a viewer, especially someone that's, I humbly say, like me with you know 29, 30 years experience, should be a little confused when the show first starts, and I was. You know, I mean, you're starting a rebirth. You're starting something new. It's a brand new TNA's dead. Ba 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 ba, and it, it it's shot the same. The the colors look the same. Uh, you change. You sleeked up the logo. It's still Impact, and that's fine. And you put the word Anthem in there. The owl wasn't involved, which is good. But the owl was in the open. O W L. Yes, there's a mascot owl involved, and I'm not a fan of that. They actually did a close up, Dennis, of the owl's face. And they showed the owl. I don't, we, I don't know what owls sound like, but we saw an owl flying in the open. Yeah, you know, whatever it was. Like, coo-hoo, they go, hoo, the owls. Like like the new day. Hoo, hoo, hoo. Like I saw an owl. And I saw a close-up of the owl's face. You know? I'm like, what? 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 Why? Let's get rid of the owl. But they took the owl out of the actual graphic of their logo, it looks like, which is good. But anyway, I digress. So... As opposed to starting off like that, give me, this is where, and I, and I was texting someone from their company privately saying, this is where you guys should have went with something that most people don't like, but this is where they needed an in-ring promo that was three, four minutes long of setting the table of the company. This is where you do it, in my opinion. And they did that promo of telling some history and all that jazz, but they did it later. JB got in a ring, Jeremy Borash, and did an excellent promo. That should have been done at the top of the show. <laughs> or, you know, I, 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 they went from this big pull-apart fight with Davey and Eddie, and then that <laughs> segue to an on-camera with Josh and the Pope, and then JB, speaking of JB, comes out, and I know they got some heat. Like, that's the gimmick that, that Josh and uh, JB are doing. And it was a steady diet of this heat with these two guys at the announce desk. And they were shooting on each other a little bit, which was excellent content. And I was definitely intrigued. I liked what they did. I think both guys are extremely well-spoken. They're both excellent characters. And they're both excellent announcers. Now, a lot of people have been bashing you know, uh, Josh Matthews, because he's been, like, really being a heel and shooting and stuff like that. But I'm telling you right now, this is my opinion here, okay? And I'll get to these calls in a second. Hang on, guys. 
the only guy in my professional opinion right now with legitimate real heat and watching that two-hour broadcast yesterday, the only guy with heat is Josh Matthews. Like I, I like heat, like you want to see him get beat up. So what do we do with him? Well, you got him at the announce desk, and, and you also have JB there now, and then you have Pope there. And I got to be frank, and I like Pope as a person. Pope is the odd man out at that desk. These guys are arguing. These two guys are not wrestlers. We're not wrestlers. I mean, Josh's been trained as a wrestler. Josh knows how to wrestle, and he started out in tough enough and all. But they're not wrestlers, Josh and JB. And you got the guy whose muscular looks great in the Pope and was a pretty successful wrestler, and he's sitting there with his thumb up his ass. You know what I mean? Really? I mean, so it's like I felt bad for Pope. I, I would find something else to do with Pope or leave Pope as the commentator. Leave, J- let JB do the play-by-play, and what I would do, the guy with all that heat, get him out from that desk. Somehow, some way, Anthem swerves everywhere to something. The board of directors, something happens. I-, I haven't gotten that far. I'm not getting that in depth. Let them figure it out. I'm not sitting around doing that. Josh should be the heel face, whatever you want to call it. The heel, meaning the face, not baby face. The heel face of the company as a matchmaker or a general manager. That's been done a million times. I know that the general manager, and I'm not saying that. It's kind of trite. But I'm saying he should have some kind of a role to cause some kind of evenness, or whatever the word would be, a level uh, symmetry or not symmetry. What's the word when things are like balance? Bi- Balance, like a biorhythm balance. That's what I'm trying to say. Something like that. Uh, and maybe have a, somebody on the baby face side, baby face side that's uh, in power, uh, adversarial to Josh. So you have some balance where Josh is that heel guy. And if you don't have Josh as that heel general manager, for lack of better terms, I'm not saying general manager, but whatever, let him manage somebody. Let him be the voice for Lashley as a heel. Could you imagine Josh Matthews, a smaller guy, good-looking guy, well-dressed, looks professional, has so much heat on social media and in his promo ability? Could you imagine Josh talking all that And right behind him is this massive giant man like this named Lashley with his arms crossed, giant Dangerous, violent, six foot four, two hundred eighty pound, muscular freak athlete. Who's picking on Josh? <laughs> it's so simple. It's 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 Diesel and HPK. And just have Josh be that mouthpiece with Lashley behind him. Of course, they went with Bruce Pritchett coming out talking for Lashley. But I don't even know what Bruce Pritchett's role was yesterday. I really don't know what his role was. Is he like is he like uh, um, on camera the mouthpiece of Lashley? Well, he didn't come out with Lashley. Is he a heel? Is he a babyface? Because Lashley was in the ring. Okay, Lashley was in the ring. Pritchett's cutting his promo, having the back of Lashley. Shocking moment. I know it's taped, but shocking moment. Alberto El Patron, his music hits. Now, for those that don't read spoilers, this is supposed to be a gigantic surprise. Huge. It didn't feel it when you watched it. I, I, uh, uh, and I, I, 
I'm going to tell you real quick my problem with that, too. I just, I, I guess I'm ripping here. I didn't want to do this. I really didn't want to do this. But you guys wanted, some of you guys wanted me to talk a little TNA or Impact, so here I am. And, I, and, and there was some things about the show that I did like, and I'll get to that. I've worked there. When I left there, it was a different regime. Dixie was there, and we had some money problems where I wasn't getting paid. So when I, these people in charge now had nothing to do with that. So I didn't even know these people. So it's no knock on them. So I, I want to be clear of that. But I'm just, you know, I'm passionate in my explanation of stuff I see in wrestling shows or other things. So, uh, and I'm opinionated. So my thing is, I, I felt like from a production standpoint, the way it was edited, I, and if that pisses some people off that I happen to know down there, and I'm sorry. I just got to call it the way I see it. Uh, Bruce cuts his promo, Lashley, whatever, whoever was talking, and it was like out of nowhere, like it felt like there was... I can't remember exactly what Bruce or Lashley said. There was a time there for something to breathe for a second, and it didn't. It just went boom right into right into Patron's music, and he just walked out quickly. Uh, uh, ADR, and it was it was just if you go back and watch it, it was very like boom, like just jump cut, like quick, and it, 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 I, there was no time to really. Before I knew it, he was in the ring talking Alberto El Patron. It was like a big deal that he was there. I thought. Josh put him over really good on the way out and his success, and, and they didn't shy away from talking about his WWE accolades and all that stuff, and, and there was definitely a steady diet of WWE chatter on the air, by the way, so that, that I thought was okay. I mean, maybe a little too much by Josh and JB, but it, it's not the end of the world. I do think that uh, El Patron came out like just like out of nowhere, and it was like there was no, no pad, as we called. There was no breathing time. Like, wait a minute. This is not who we think. Wait, no. No, really? No, really? It's him! That type thing, which we've seen in wrestling a million times. It works. They didn't do that. It was like, his music, and boom, he came through the curtain, and here he is. Like, it was just like, you know, it was just like, uh, it was just like, it just came out of nowhere. It just literally came out of nowhere. That's how it felt. There was like no buildup. And I, I, I got to be honest, I've been a part of a lot of live shows with wrestling, a lot. And I've been a part of a lot of post-produced shows. In WWE, in ECW, and obviously in TNA. So, you can't blame the announcers for that. That's the way... I, maybe they're tight on time because they fit a lot in that two hours. That I just felt the edit, the edit on that was a little tight, in my opinion. I believe in that. Those breathing moments are vital, in my opinion. I got to go to break, okay? Uh, I got you guys on hold. I will get to you people. Uh, I promise you I will get to you. And I will also continue talking a little bit here about, you know, um, Impact Wrestling. You know, there was something said by someone last night in a promo that probably made the whole locker room a little angry. I think some of the stuff that was said needed to be said, but I'll tell you about that on the other side of break. Tasha, who up? to play it a new podcast network featuring radio and tv personalities talking business sports tech entertainment and more play it at play.it all right we're back here Tash show one hour down one hour to go friday edition of the show in a cold and snowy new york city right here right in the midtown Getting it done, streaming, screaming, body slams and beyond. That's how we do it, bitches. Talked a lot of NFL stuff earlier. I've been talking a little bit of impact right here. I watched it last night. 
And I'm going to continue to talk about it for a few more minutes here. And a lot of you guys are on hold. The whole line's a jam. So if you're trying to get through a good chunk of this show, I apologize you can't get through. But trying to free some lines up here and there, uh, taking some calls. So it's just been very busy. Going to do Facebook Live at the bottom of the hour at 8.30 a.m. Eastern. Facebook Live, the show will be streaming there if you want to watch it and interact with each other. And obviously, you can interact with each other like you do every day on the gimmick chat at TazShow.com, where you can log in with your YouTube account, your Instagram account, I think your Twitter account, too. Throwing a blank. So anyway, that's the deal. I was looking here on the social media, speaking of Twitter, and I noticed that um, uh, someone had an interesting, not interesting, someone, this is something that I said earlier about Josh Matthews that a lot of people have been saying. This is an example here. Um, Retweet City, uh, uh, at its Malcolm C-A-I-S-E, Said, hey, Taz, uh, you didn't think it was a little too much? Uh, Josh Matthews on the show last night. Hashtag the Taz show. Hashtag we over. Like I said, it's not that. I, I think it's. It is a little too much when uh, two announcers are, are, some would say, bickering. Uh, fighting that much for two hours. Yeah, it is. But that's what, what I'm saying is you can go another way with this thing here. I think Josh has got so much heat on him, like I said earlier before the break. It's like it's to the point of, like, it's you don't need him on, on play-by-play, in my opinion. You don't. He, he, I would make him as the heel voice of the deal. The general manager, or not that term, you know, some kind of a, a power role that he was empowered by. Either, I got it. I just figured it out. Yeah, you're welcome, uh, Impact, if you want to hack it. But speaking of hack, we'll get into that a little bit because I think they hacked you. <laughs> and I know you'll remind me. You're sitting on ready with that. With something with, something with the broken hearties. But we'll get to that in a second. You know what they could do, basically, is they could take Josh <clears throat> and maybe there's, they have some gimmick attorney, some, you know, work, an actor or whatever, come on the show and say there's been a, there's a little bit of a loophole in the contract and we are allowed for whatever amount of time, whatever they'd have to tighten up this creative, but that Dixie Carter's regime, there's some kind of loophole in there that they are allowed to have like some kind of say, like in the creative direction of the company. You know, and so like, uh, uh, and, and the Anthem folks, without using Anthem themselves, they're pissed off, but there's nothing they can do about it. So that's where you have a guy like Josh <laughs> he's the guy that that the former regime picked to be that guy, and Lashley was the was a big pushed wrestler and champ under that old regime. So why not put those two guys together, where where Lashley is the heavy, the bodyguard, the the guy that will break you in half if you try to touch Josh Matthews, and obviously what you do is you lead this up to something to really get over a babyface down the road, months and months and months and months down the road. With Josh, where you're just waiting for him to take that bump. I do think Josh has the potential to be an excellent, excellent manager, voice of the show. No knock on his play-by-play work. It's bigger than play-by-play. That's what I think they should do from a TV perspective with him. Just my opinion. Um, He does a great job at play-by-play. I think he's a little sidetracked in the role that he has to do now. Where where are you going? you're, You're piling a lot of time at the JB... And, and, and Josh, you know, being banging heads, and they both know how to shoot verbally. They're both excellent speakers, and, and they're, they're both professionals. So they, they know what they're doing. What's the payoff? Are we going to have a match? Or what, where are we going here? Something. What's happening? 
know what I mean? That, so, so that's why I think Josh would – I would morph him out of that role. I would have him – and then you can always go back to Josh as the play-by-play guy down the road. You could do that. But, you know, if you're going to have JB sitting there, you know, George Akin and fighting with Josh, and then you have Paul Pope sitting there, what's he doing? You know? So it's a little funky. You know what I mean? Uh, and I'll tell you in a minute about that promo I was talking about that I saw last night that uh, some people are probably backstage are probably a little pissed off, some of the wrestlers. Um, another thing I was talking before I forget about about when Bruce Pritchard came out and cut his promo. So Bruce cuts this promo, and I and and, and it was like Bruce was he he, he was excellent, he's an excellent speaker and all that stuff. But it was it was just a thing where I didn't I I still don't understand. Like, is he in a power role? Is he managing Lashley? Uh, Lashley because Lashley and him were together cutting the promo. That's why I forgot to say this earlier. I apologize to you guys listening. And then El Del, Del Rio, uh, uh, I'm sorry, El Patron comes out. Alberto El Patron, uh, he's for me to say. He comes out, as I gave you my point on that production-wise. And then he gets in the ring, and it's almost like, you know, Bruce and him are friends. Well, I don't, I, and now, but 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 ADR, you know, uh, Del Rio, uh, I keep calling Del Rio, Patron and, and, and Lashley are like this, mad at each other. They're going to fight, and they have a match later. But yet, it seemed like Bruce was friends with him. Like, I was confused on the who's who. Like, I, I was very confused. Very confused. Not just in that segment. And this is the promo I was talking about. Then I'm going to get to the phones. This is the promo I was talking about. It was when Dutch Mantel came out. And I like Dutch. I do. But I, I, And his promo, his delivery, guy, guy was an excellent talker. Zeb Coulter, even way before that as a wrestler, the guy was, was an excellent worker, an excellent talker. There's no doubt. I just felt like, I don't know what, I, 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 you know, he did the we the people thing, which is over, and I think that's got a lot of legs, and, and maybe to my point that I said a while back, if and when Swagger, Jack Swagger ends up there, they gonna they could go, him and, and like I said, him and, and uh, uh, Dutch, you know, and then you go to gimmick with Lashley and Bruce Pritchard, not in a match, but, you know, managing him, I say go with Josh now. I would have Josh be that manager for sure with Lashley and the voice for the old regime, especially off of what Dutch Mantel said yesterday. Dutch buried. He buried, like, all that stuff of the older regime. He didn't bury the talent. He didn't do that. But he did. And, and hey, I, I got no problem with him burying anybody he wants. I don't care. But if I was a wrestler that was getting pushed under that old regime and I was still in that locker room and somebody went out there and said some of those things, I'd be a little hot. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not trying to start shit here. I'm just telling you, I'd be a little hot and I'd have to say something to somebody. You know, uh, no matter if, you know, I just felt like it, his promo, and Dutch knows how to get get his point across, trust me, but. I do think he should have been a little more careful, in my professional opinion, of protecting the current wrestlers that were there. Not the, not the guys he put over that went to WWE. Not those talented guys that were in the old regime. The guys that were in the old regime that are still in the TNA, the Impact Wrestling locker room now, that have sit back there and listen to Dutch say what he said. Or, you know, some of the stuff that was said, like uh, Bruce said some things too, and that's fine, but, you know, the, the poor town and locker room are sitting there with their thumbs up their ass. What are they going to say? These guys are in power positions. They can't say nothing to them. And, and it's not that they want to... I'm not saying have those wrestlers defend the honor of Dixie Carter. I'm not saying that. No way. What I'm saying is, you know, listen, let's word things differently. Don't just 
right on what we all did here because we were given that direction. You know, what about what we did here? We're still here, you know? You're putting over the guys that left. That's cool. Now, again, Dutch might have put over the current wrestlers. I, I would be shocked if he didn't. I, 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 maybe I should have really wrote down his promo, like what he said. I didn't. But I just felt like watching, like, wow, he really went heavy on this. And, and I like Dutch. I, I've met him once or twice, and I like him. I respect him. I, I would think he likes me. I've never had a problem with the guy. But I'm just giving my perspective, my opinion out here. You know? Um... So yeah, those are, those are some of the things that, that really confused me on that end. That, re- that stuff, re- I had to just say it because I, I, I care. I want them to do well. I, I want all the companies to do well. I mean, I, as a former wrestler and, and a, you know, a broadcaster from the business, I want that, absolutely. Um, and there were some things done cool on that. Even the part where they hacked Dennis Jones. You, yes, they did. And I'll get into that in a second. But they definitely uh, did hack you, which was, well kind of funny <laughs> but i felt bad for you uh welcome to my world hey uh miguel new jersey you're on the Taz show hey happy friday gentlemen how you doing good what's up man not much just you know uh it's a crappy day out snowing like crazy down here in new jersey yeah there, well even when it's sunny it's a rough day in new jersey let's be honest uh, what else is going on buddy <laughs> i wanted to talk about the uh Shane McMahon, uh, AJ match. More actually just about Shane McMahon. Yeah. So uh, I was talking with my friend yesterday, and you know we were just talking about the upcoming match and how Shane takes a lot of bumps and does a lot of high-risk, you know, high-reward type of moves for big matches. And we started thinking, and, and I knew you were the perfect person, obviously, to ask for this, is why is part of the reason maybe that Shane is doing some of these moves is because it is his family, so he feels that, you know, that uh, if something were to go wrong or, God forbid, somebody were to get hurt, you know, he feels obviously that it, it's more uh, because it's his family, nothing bad would happen as far as lawsuits are concerned. Uh, like no, that. no, no, no. I don't think any. I've been there when Shane's done a lot of this stuff. I don't think any of that. I mean, yeah, obviously, it wouldn't be a lawsuit. God forbid something happened, to your point. But, no, Miguel, I don't think that's it at all, dude. No, I think it. I think it's more of a thing that Shane is just a truly competitive guy. Thank you for calling, Miguel. I think Shane is just a very, very competitive guy. Knowing him, uh, he wants to go out and have the best match. He wants to just go out and kick ass and, and entertain the fans. And 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 it's not not that it's just not just that it's good for business. It's that he's he's caring. He cares. He's passionate about what he puts out there. You know what I mean? That's what I think it is. By the way, I just looked at the monitor if you watch the video. So we did a little bit different, as we said earlier, where we don't have the same backdrop. So you can see a little bit outside the window. It looks like I'm uh, in front of a green screen, which I'm not. And what did, uh, what did Anthony in the control room call me? What did he say to you? Uh, actually, let's see what Anthony said. Ant, where are you? And I, I didn't you didn't tell me this to me. You had said this to, to Dennis here. What do I look like on camera with this new background? Oh, you look like an angel. Yes. Ah, ha, ha, yeah, something like that. The <laughs> That's eight years of uh, Catholic school for you. Dennis, yeah. So I look like an angel. Why do we still have that pissy hiss sound? Why is there an echo? Dude, we need to fix this. That's... Anthony, move. Tell him something. Dude, come on. We, we can't it's the this. It's the mic. It's not... It's the actual microphone yes. or is it, is it his headset? Grounding, we learned yesterday. Well, we did the first day we did this new special mic with him. We didn't have you piled him down. We didn't have this problem the first time. Anthony, now we have it. He's up. Anthony, what's the problem? Yes, it's. Sounds like you got the water running in the bathroom. 
Oh, now, okay. You know, now I can hear Brian through the comps. Pot him down. Come on, stop. This is like, this is horrible. <laughs> um, so, so Anthony's saying look like an angel because we have a different background here. We, we, you can see New York City, but the problem is it's, it's not cloudy. It's snowy out. It's snowing. So you really can't. We're high up. So we're kind of, we're literally in a skyscraper, as some of people would call this. It's a big building with 44 floors up. So it looks like behind me is not, there's actually buildings there, correct? There, is. there are buildings behind you. Just can't see it. I mean, so uh, so yeah, it looks like I'm in a green screen, but I'm not. It's 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 actually real life screen. So yeah, yeah, we just uh, I want to get some uh, let the sunshine in, as the song would say. Let the, the sunshine, let the sunshine, the sun. Remember when we used to be allowed to play music? Shining no more. Cut Set, his balls off. Seth's not here today. Cut his ball. Yeah, but still, I I gave my word. Ah, excuse me. I gave my word. I don't want to break my word. So I can't. That's not my style. You want me to break my word because you hate Seth. Right? Uh, I do hate Seth, yeah. <laughs> Carlos in Brooklyn, you're on the Taz show. Yes, good moment, Taz. Good moment, my friend. Uh, I just had an off the hook and a quick question for you. And begin. Uh, it's a mixed tag with yeah. the great Tazoo. That's me. With yes. Becky Lynch. Oh, I'm in. Versus, versus Samoa Joe and Asuka. Wow, look at you. That's pretty cool. I have not heard that one yet, dude. I actually like that. I like that very much, Carlos. Thank you. Yeah, that's cool, a good cool. one. All right, what's up? Uh, quick question is, I just wanted to know, is the call screening job still available? Uh, I don't think so. I think that they have someone new to Paul Bastard. It's going to start next week, from what I understand. Um, uh, I was just, yeah, I was trying just to figure out how to uh, apply for the job because I couldn't find it on the CBS uh, oh, website. I don't know. I don't know who controls that. That's beyond me. I don't. <laughs> no, really, I don't have no idea. Why do you, okay. you have history of call screening? Uh, no, uh, I actually don't. But uh, you know, I'm a hard worker and I'm a quick learner. Do you not, Do you know how to produce audio on radio? <laughs> Um, can you be the producer of the show? Maybe start in the next segment. Um, oh, I wish. Man. Grab some, grab some things on Twitter. You can do song on social media. I would love to work for you, sir. Uh, I appreciate that, calls, But I don't know. You might change your mind after about a week because the dentist used to love dentist. Remember, you used to love work, wanted to work for me. I still, I love you. He's such a liar, Carlos. He's lying, dude. Okay. No, I'm, I'm not, not Carlos. First time, long time too. Oh, first time, long time. Look at this, late Body Jones. Thank you in the yam bag. And how long have you been listening or watching the Taz show? Uh, I've been actually listening like under a year. Really? Uh, do you listen live or you do it on the uh, on the uh, 80D podcast? How do you do this? I listen to the actually the, the audio on demand. All right. All right. Well, I appreciate it, bro. Have you ever watched the show? Uh, yeah, a few times. All right, good. Well, I appreciate Carlos. And, uh, you know, I don't know. I mean, as far as the call string thing, I think they do have someone, though, bro. I mean, I think they do. I don't know who it is, but apparently this poor bastard is starting on Monday. That's what I heard, Carlos. Well, listen, brother, thank you, man. No problem, man. We'll see you, buddy. Take care. Bye-bye. Hey, you too. All right. Adios. Well, there you go. People just want to be around me. You know, I understand that. I mean, Dennis, that is overrated, right? I mean, working with me, really. Let's be honest. You hate it, dude, because I'm a pain in the ass. I know I'm a pain in the ass. No, you're not a pain in the ass. You're 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 a peculiar man. I would say that. <laughs> I've never been called that. Well, of course, I'm a little. I'm kind of anal. Yeah, but in like in a unique way. It, <laughs> really, this is weird. What, what do you mean? So you know we're doing we're doing our let's let's give the guy let's give the fans a little sneak peek as right. to how the the show ended up how it is today. Are you guys on the phone? I'll get to you. Hang on. Let's hear we uh, you oh, know we come in and, and we discuss 
what topics we want to hit. We already we've prepped most of it, but we want to yeah. really hammer it down. Yes. So we get the show pretty much locked in, and we're about ten minutes before air, and you just get up and all right, maybe he's going to the bathroom, and you just start ripping stuff off the wall. I, you know what? We're gonna change the set around today. <laughs> ten minutes before the show starts, uh, and then I, you know. <laughs> I know. Your, I know your name on the marquee, so yeah, Taz, we can do that. And you're like, this is this needs to go. This needs to go. <laughs> now, now uh, total set design. Uh, yeah. Okay, well, that's one way to. <laughs> all right, and because I believe we'll be ready for the show, right? Because I believe in you guys. You see, no, that's why. Like we had everybody scrambling here because of that. It sounds like uh, what they do. I'm looking at it, it's not that big, but no, it's actually more happened than you know. <laughs> There's, there's a lot more that's going on in these windows than you know. So, But no, but I believe in you guys. I knew we would get up and running live, and we're good to go. I knew it, and because I believe in you guys. That's why. It makes us feel alive. Well, you know what? You need all the help you can get, sir, because you are as boring as poop down a pole. Yes. Yes, you are boring. But he is stupid. And I mean that in a nice way. It depends what kind of poop. There's some interesting poop going down a pole. Okay, that's disgusting. And on that note, I want to talk to Jeremy uh, in Las Vegas. Uh, you're on the Taz Show. How can I help you? Good moment, gentlemen. Good moment. Um, quickly on Impact. Yes. I wanted to put over the uh, the new tag team bringing out scum. I've seen them wrestle here in Las Vegas. Yeah, I they caught. I didn't catch potential. that. I, I I sorry to interrupt you. I did not catch that whole match. I caught the tail end of it. Yeah, they look. They have a good look. I can tell you that. Yeah, I've seen them wrestle here a couple times. All right, cool. They wrestled for uh, Jeff Jarrett. They're, they're they're pretty good. Yeah, no, no, but, they, uh, they look good. They look good. Um. Quick question about you. I know you had the injuries that ended up uh, cutting your career short, but if you didn't have the injuries that made you pretty much retire in 2002, 2001-ish, how long do you think you would have wrestled? Not much longer. I've always, uh, and I appreciate that question, Jeremy. It's a good question. I've always said, you know, uh, behind the scenes to my closer friends and my loved ones that I didn't, I believe, I truly believe it's a young man's business. And I never wanted to overstay my welcome. I've always wanted to... You know, uh, stay hot while I can stay hot, uh, uh, um, stay relevant while I can stay relevant as a wrestler. And once I couldn't do it exactly the way I always did it, I wanted out. And and um, I've, I've seen guys do that in their careers, but I've seen guys linger around too. And I remember when I was a younger wrestler and there would be guys that were getting slots and getting TV time or getting spots that were older older and already made a ton of money. And I was pissed. I'm like, you know, how about the younger guys? How about some of us getting, you know, getting that opportunity? I'm talking about way before WWE. Um, I'm talking about like even like on some independent shows, like when I was an independent wrestler back in the day. And some guys were, that were older was, were getting a job in the NWA or getting a job in WWF at that time or the AWA. And like I couldn't get these guys to watch my VHS. <laughs> I mean, so that, and it used to drive me crazy. I always swore myself if I ever made money and was successful. As a wrestler, once I got old, a little bit older, I wanted to bail right before people like... It's always good, and thank you, Jeremy, for calling. Um, it's always good, in my opinion, to leave around that time where people say, Oh, wow, I'm surprised he left. He still had like a lot more in him. Because you don't want to be the guy that said, Oh, wow, he's still around. You know, that that's how I look at as far as like wrestling in the ring. Like, in my opinion, you know, on a high level, like... You know, if you, uh, that's uh, that's just how I feel. You disagree, or you look like you have a disagreeing face on. No, no, no. I I agree. Leave leave a little left in the tank rather than yeah stay too long. Right, correct. You just hacked me because you no, just took what I said. And speaking of hacking, and back to Impact Wrestling. So they took your idea. 
with the tag team belts. They had the Hardys. They had Jeff fight Smoking Joe Frazier, who's a llama or a kangaroo, whatever the hell it was. It was hilarious. He fist fights them on the, on the show last night because they're no longer broken hearted are out of Impact Wrestling. So this was taped, and this was their way creatively to get the actual belts back to you know Impact Wrestling because the Hardys, for those that don't know, the broken Hardys, they left the company and, and while they were still the champions. And from what a lot of reports said, the Hardys were willing to do business and come and drop the belts and do the job to the TV, which I, I'm not shocked to hear. Knowing Jeff and Matt, they're pros. So I've said that on my show before. That wouldn't shock me, number one. Number two, I don't blame TNA, uh, sorry, Impact Wrestling, because you don't want people around your locker room that maybe are, uh, not that they're cancers, but you know they're, 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 they're gone. They're leaving. So that's kind of, you have this transition of new ownership. You don't want maybe people hanging around or in the locker room for even one show that can set a bad vibe. You know, uh, amongst the locker room. You know what I mean? So, that so, makes sense. Yeah. So anyway, why don't you tell people how you were hacked? <laughs> tell them. Uh, well, the funny part was you. <laughs> I came up with this idea and you completely buried it. I did bury it because I thought it was stupid. And I didn't say I liked the idea that TNA did, but I, I did bury your idea. And so I, in essence, I don't like what they did. <laughs> I just thought it was funny because the whole Hardy thing. On its face value, it's... Hold on, it, sir, sir. You have to assume, like I just said about Impact Wrestling, you're doing the same thing. Tell people what your idea was. For, I, you're assuming everyone knows what you're talking about, and they no, don't. I'm setting it up. That shows your ego, because you think everyone's your fan, and they're not. They hate you. Thank you, everybody. Yeah. So, yeah, continue. We were, Hurry up. I don't have time for this. You and, I, you and I were spitballing, chopping it up, how, Spitball. how we could get the belts off the hardy, how, how they should go about it. Yes. You said they should go... And drop it. Yeah. Do the job. Do. You, yeah. And I, I, I said, you know, I think I got an idea. Since they're all about Vanguard One and teleporting, why don't you have them teleport and just never come back? Right. You and, didn't say that, and I ripped it. And, and you, yeah, you blasted it bad. And then it made me feel real. That was the first time I felt really bad coming out of a show. I was oh, like, you know, I had an idea. You didn't feel bad. No, I didn't. You're such a liar. <laughs> we know how you are. I'm not sorry. I apologize for nothing. We know how you are. So then, I uh, like you said, I didn't watch last night, and I get a direct message from from a fan, and they were like, "He was the Hardys hacked you." So I checked it out this morning, and they we we have the tweet that the uh, that the uh, the fan sent from a, from somebody else. We can just Anthony bring up the graphic of what the Hardys did. Oh my God. Here's here's exactly <laughs> so. For Are those, you going to promote this person's Twitter account that's posted this? Well, yeah, I will. Anthony, Anthony, cut it off on me. So, for the audio on demand listeners, it's a it's an image of the Hardys. So they're there holding the belts. Teleport, boom. Now, when they arrive, it's not the Hardys any longer. It's Decay with the belts. Yeah. So that is directly with what I said. Jay Reed was uh, at Simply Jambo was the guy who sent it to me. Okay. He's he's. So, thank you, Jambo. How about this? More importantly, how about the contrived work by you and your your buddy, Anthony, <laughs> with that with that with that tweet? That it's like Anthony pull up to you, and then boom, magically it just shows up because he had it ready. We're trying to make it visually appealing. No, 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 sir. You ju- and then you just because that should be part of SOSM. Was that not on social media, sir? Yes or no? 
Yes or no? Yeah, I'm getting I'm getting led here. So yes, okay. I'll, I'll fall off. So it. that's why it belongs on SOSM. You're trying to get over on me, so that's not not so quick. Well, not today. Not gonna happen. Well, I wanted to make sure I got to it just in case we run out of time in the fourth. We would never. We would <laughs> never. But no, you, you, listen. You hold on a second. Wait, wait, hold on. So you're telling me? Wait, wait. Wait a second. You're telling me that you expect me just to buy that that Anthony just happened to pull that up that quick. Uh, your silence speaks volumes, my friend. No. Your silence speaks volumes. I'm you not sneaky sh- prick. I'm not sure what you mean by that. I'm trying to enhance the show. We want it to be the best possible product. All right, all right. I know your intentions are good. Don't get me wrong. I do know that, but I also know you're an egomaniac. Uh, well, that's what happens. It, here. it rubs off. Yeah. Well, <laughs> rub nub Jones. On that note, I got to go to break. Other side of break, we'll be on Facebook Live. Um, we'll also take. I got to take some calls. I mean, I've been taking calls here, so I will take calls on the other side of break. You guys are on the phone. Hang on. I mean, somebody's gone. Next thing you know, it lights up again. So it's very busy here. Taz Show, Friday edition, fourth quarter coming up. Sit tight. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. All right. Uh, yep. Yeah, oh, I'm back here. Here we go. Taz Show, fourth quarter, Friday edition. Ah, the gimmick's blocking it. Um... Don't worry about that. Anyway, yeah, we're back here. Uh, very, uh, very busy show here. Phone lines are jammed. Got to get to that right away. Been talking to people, talking to you people, you people. We're on Facebook Live right now, so hello everybody on Facebook Live. We've been on the gimmick chat also. Have not given any love to the people on the gimmick chat. I apologize. I usually am much better than, than that. Just been busy here for a Friday and couldn't believe I couldn't. I couldn't. I should say I do believe Dennis. You yesterday. Um, Actually, was very disrespectful. Either it was yesterday or the day before. Saying Friday, usually on the Taz show, it's a light day. As we listen to this song under us. Uh, usually, uh, I mean, that's what you said. You said that Friday's usually a light day and you disrespected my content. Remember that part? Yeah, you're, you misinterpreted, but sure. I never misinterpreted. That's not me. Are you kidding me? I didn't misinterpret. You think I misinterpreted? Yeah, I think you definitely did. I think I'll tell you what I need to do is give people an update on the Jimmy Garoppolo Instagram. It's still on there. Guys, it's still on there. Him going away. So grateful for my time in New England. Peace out, Boston. It's got over 37,000 likes. It was posted four hours ago as I'm live here at 8.41 a.m. Eastern. If you're listening to the podcast version of the show or watching the VOD, sorry. If this thing was a hoax, this would have been pulled down already. Seriously, what is going on here? I could smell a work a mile away, baby, and this is a work. This is a work. I'm done with the Garoppolo thing. I'm absolutely done with it. I'm done with the tablets. Tired of this. Tired of talking about it. All right, I don't even know what I was supposed to talk about, all the stuff, but I know um, I know a lot of people are calling and have a lot of things they want to say, so. I'm here to serve uh, Mon, who's this here? Montclair in St. Clair. Uh, you're on a Taz show. Good moment, Tess. How are you doing? Good, good. So did I get that right? Uh, your name is Montclair. Yes. And you're in St. Clair. Yeah, my last name is St. Clair. Okay, that's funny because your name sounds like the, name, the word Claire is in there. You know what I mean? And you're from St. Clair and it's Montclair. You know what I mean? It's kind of funny in a way. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one, right? <laughs> yeah. All right, what's going on, bro? How you doing? What's up? 
Um, my question is, um, does the Brandon Marshall signing for New York Giants make the New York Giants a Super Bowl contender for next season? Uh, I don't I don't know about a Super Bowl contender. I definitely think it helps that passing game. I'll tell you what, I think Brandon Marshall, if I get a chance during fantasy football season, I'm taking him on my team because he's going to be wide open Jones, man, because, you know, they're going to be double coverage all over, get the best guy on, on Beckham. So I think that helps Marshall. I mean, you, Dennis, are a big Giant fan. I mean, what's your opinion, bud? Um, I think oh, no, hold on, hold on. Montclair, not you, sir. Dennis, because Dennis is a big Giant fan. Hold on, go. It, it certainly helps the offense. A Super Bowl contender. I mean, they they made the playoffs this year. What weren't they Super Bowl contenders this year? What constitutes? It definitely enhances their chances. I think they need to bolster the offensive Listen, line. Let's let's kill this right now. The Giants are not going in the Super Bowl next year. It's not happening. Why is that? They say not good enough. That's why they're not defensively. They're not good enough. They're not. They Def- need. They, they're not. And Eli is proven. I mean, look, I like Eli, but it's like it's almost over. Enough. Stop. Dude, they're not going to the Super Bowl. I'm not saying that they are, but for they definitely have better chance than the Bills. Oh, why do you have to take a shot at my team? Yeah, you t- took a shot at my team. Well, only because Montclair is talking about your team. Montclair didn't talk about my team. That was his next question. He was going to say, how bad were the Bills going to be this year? No, you're a wise ass. I don't <laughs> think the Bills are going to the Super Bowl either. Don't get me wrong. I don't. But Montclair, sorry. Well, so what else is up? Um, my other question was, what are your um, thoughts surrounding the controversy of the um, change of TNA World Title match? You mean at the end of the match last night when uh, they had Lashley won the match? I'm sorry, uh, uh, um, ADR won the yeah. match. Well, with the belt, boom, he hit the Lashley in the head. That gimmick. Yeah. Well, uh, you uh, you didn't read the spoilers, right? Because I won't spoil it for you. What happens next? Uh, I, saw, I saw it. Yeah. And don't uh, say uh, it. No, don't say it now. Yeah, don't say it now. I, I, I'm, I'm not crazy about what they did there. I'm not crazy about that. I think that's um, rough shot in it. You know, uh, putting the belt, putting the belt. Uh, not that, not that El Patron is not deserved, and not that he's not a good enough worker. He's obviously world championship material. He's done it, and he should be. And, and I'm a fan of El, uh, of uh, El Patron for sure. I just don't mm-hmm. believe in that. You first come in the company, and that boom, that just happens. Just boom, you're the champ. You know, and the match. Yeah. Who went, and hold on, who made the match? Bruce Pritchett in the ring made the match. Well, who, mm-hmm. who, who? Who, on impact, um, empowered Bruce Pritchett that he has the power to make matches? Like that's the other thing. I'm a little. That's why I was confused, Montclair, watching it last night. Like I don't know who. I don't know who the power. If if not that there needs to be a power figure, but like, is it Bruce? Is it Dutch? Like on the air, I'm talking about on the air, not not what these guys do behind the scenes. You know what I'm saying? Like that. Were you confused on that or not really? I, um, I was confused because he's a new guy to the show, and I didn't know who he was. And then I looked him up. He was like a manager of The Undertaker back in the day. But You didn't know who Bruce Pritchard Well, Bruce Pritchard actually was worked. He ran talent relations behind the scenes for TNA for a long time, and he's got a long, long history in the business. He's been everywhere, and that's the truth. But, no, what oh, I'm okay. saying is his character was very – and thank you for calling, Montclair. I appreciate it. What I'm saying is the character Bruce Pritchard – on the air, yes, to your point, Montclair, he was new. And that even makes it more like, I think we need to galvanize what people's roles are right away from Jump Street. Especially when they're making world title matches. I I don't recall, I don't remember, like, anyone saying he is the power figure. And I'm not, this is the character, Bruce Pritchard. He played a character last night. And made a world title match. So, I, I'm just, I'm, it's a little fuzzy for me. It seemed like it was a little bit of a runaway train last night. And the defense to TNA, or Impact Wrestling, I should say. I'll get it eventually. Um, you know, I think it's a deal where um, that's expected because there's that change of power and there's a changeover. And you have some people still 
lingering from the old regime, from talent to everybody else, to other people, production, whatever. So maybe some things get lost in translation in that power shift over. That could be. But then we got to be careful of putting on a show. like, Or we got to make sure the show's succinct. We got to make sure all of our, 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 you know, our oars are in the water, our ducks are in a boat. What's the expression? Our rows are in a boat. Ducks, ducks are in a row. A, bo- a boat, a, bo- a ducks in a what? How's it go? Ducks in a row? Ducks in a row. No one cares. Got it. Okay, I was I was confused our on how. Boat, I like boats in the water though. Make like sure bo- all our boats. Yeah, are you got to make sure all our boats are in the water. I mean, that's a good way to say. It. What the hell? I mean, I, you know, <laughs> that's definitely a good way to say it. Hey, uh, Alex in uh, Houston, you're on the show. Oh, what's up, bro? How you doing? Hey, what's up? Oh, nothing. I have a couple couple things to say because I know I have a time limit on here, but um. Well, you know what? You'll know when you're going too long. I promise. <laughs> um. I gotta, um, is WWE asked you to, um, like, if they gave you a call to do commentary to replace Byron? Because uh, personally, I do not like Byron. He's just freaking annoying to me. Right. Uh, would you take his spot? Uh, well, first of all, if I was, do you think I would say it just like this off a call <laughs> on my show? I mean, seriously, dude, do you think I would say that? Alex, I wouldn't say that. Now, but I will answer you, though. But I'm saying, like, when you ask someone a question, you put them on a spot on their show like this, on live radio, it's like, you know, not, do you see a problem with that or not really, Alex? I'm just curious. Uh, no. No? Okay, well, I'll answer you anyway, because you don't see a problem, so I'll help you through this. Uh, I probably would not do that, no, because, one, I love what I do now, and I, and, and that would, I couldn't do commentary the way I'd want to do commentary, um with wwe it just wouldn't work and i think they've moving on to a different way of doing commentary with different younger guys which they should do and i'm cool with that um and i also like i said i love what i do now alex so no i i i probably would not uh take that and i don't think they would ask me anyway they're, they're trying to build young guys you know yeah and my other thing was so yesterday i don't know if you heard but um uh josh Nancy said this isn't this isn't gonna be a three-man booth this isn't smackdown where they have 47 and now i heard him i heard him yes i thought that was funny so, um i mean if, if you're gonna attack WWE like that i'm pretty sure a lot of fans are gonna come after you and i'm personally a big WWE fan since 2006 so like, i came after him and said we may have five thousand announcers but at least we have a crowd i know they have a crowd but it's just like not as big as ours and i don't know why I on that. alex check it out you sh- you can attack wherever you want on twitter i hear you brother but uh, let me teach. How old are you, if you don't mind me asking? I'm 14. Okay, you're a young guy, so that that's understandable. You got you, you sound like you're 50 years old. Yeah, you got a very deep voice. I know. Jeez. Good for you. Do you sound? Do you sound? I mean, you sound like you're 14. Are you familiar with Barry White? No. You have no idea who that is. Okay. Uh, Barry White was a singer, Barry. dude, many many moons ago. Ask your parents; they'll know. But no, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Two questions: Why are you not in school? And the other thing: Why are you not in school? It's not snowing in Houston. Oh, we don't have we don't have um, school today because of the finals. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Here's the thing, dude. Here's the thing about about what what Josh did. You have to understand, he is a heel. So he said what he said. He, he's gonna be. He's gonna say those things about WWE or 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 about anything in Impact Wrestling. He's a heel. He's trying to get people not to like him. He's getting direction, I'm sure, from the company that they want him to be a heel. So that's what it is. Uh, thank you, Alex, for calling. I appreciate it. But that—that's—that's that's kind of how that goes. That's—that's that's the deal. I mean, that's what bad guys do, you know. Now, here's my own thing. If he's going to be a bad guy, meaning Josh, okay, cool. What's the end game? Where are you going? Is he just being a bad guy to be a bad guy on the air? Well, it's bad to have a bad guy have the power of the mic for two straight hours. 
Now, when I was with the Aces and Eights gimmick in TNA, and I was a heel commentator, well, Mike Tanay well, balanced it excellently, and I was a bad guy commentator, and we've seen that in wrestling for e- eons. You know, uh, the heel commentator with the babyface play-by-play guy. I'm not saying you can't go heel play-by-play guy. We saw WWE do that uh, with Michael Cole back in the day. I remember all the time I worked with Michael Cole, he always wanted to be a heel commentator. It's okay as long as you have that right kind of balance. Quite frankly, in my professional opinion, if you're going to just have Josh and Pope, and Josh is going to be the heel play-by-play guy, I, I, and I like Pope, I, it's going to sound, I'm just being honest, I don't think Pope has the, the chops as a babyface color commentator to really give you the right balance if he's working with a heel play-by-play guy. Because when you work with a heel play-by-play guy, it's a very different type deal. But now you incorporate in JB... Now you got two opinionated type A personality voices in there. You got poor Pope sitting there who's, I don't know what he's doing. It's tough. He's in a tough spot, Pope. And I don't think you need that that constant, constant heat for two hours. It's tough on JB and it's tough on Josh. And it's tough on, (laughs) on, on the color commentator in Pope. And guess what, guys? It's toughest on the audience to hear it. Yes. And that's not a knock on the guys that are saying it. It's more of a knock on who's how it's being booked and who's booking it. See what I'm saying? So so I think they got to find that out and figure that out, but I think I gave them a free uh a, a pretty good free pretty good free idea. How's that English? What the hell does that even mean? What is that? That makes no sense. What are you stupid? What the hell's wrong with me? Really, that was just not even a good sense. I hate when I do that. Hey, uh, Gina in New Hyde Park, you're on the Taz Show. Hey, Taz, how are you? Good, what's going on? It's not often we hear a female oh, voice on this show. This is a very rare occurrence here. Say that again? It's not often we hear a female voice on the oh, Taz well, Show. Oh, the funny thing is, i got to tell you that my nephew called a few weeks ago claiming to be your third cousin. Oh, oh. <laughs> But oh. this is uh, Gina Arcees, so. Oh! <laughs> my, cousin, my nephew Vincent called you. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't know. How's everything? Everything is great. Everything is wonderful. Family but, good. Um, Everybody's good. Yep. Yep. How about on your end? Everything's good. Thank God. I we got no like, You should have told him that your Gibo's grandson. He would have known exactly who. Of you course, are. <laughs> Uncle Gibo. So, yeah. yeah. No. I, I, he should. You know what? He should have said that. Then I would have known. Uh, I know. I go. He probably has people calling all the time saying, "I'm your relative." I get it a lot. I do. <laughs> I do. I didn't know he was telling the truth. But <laughs> I didn't know he was, he was honest. I, but who knows? You know, because I can't. I can't. I got to assume a lot of times that people don't. That's what it is, Gina. I assume everyone is out to get me, and I have a conspiracy theory about it. That's how I am. You know, I can't help it. You know, right. It so yeah. So um, in any event, I was just curious if uh, wrestling's making a big comeback. I want to bring my son to the Coliseum when they open. I think you should go because they've been promoting that Coliseum show really big. And uh, I would bring them uh, to uh, definitely Coliseum. And then the, the wrestling business, Gene, is definitely. It's, it, yeah, maybe been, I'll bump into you there one time. I don't know if, you, I don't know if they're going to want me there because that's a WWE show. But uh, maybe. You never know. Maybe down the road. Oh. But, but, but you should take them, though, seriously. Because I think that they're redoing, as you know, they're redoing the Coliseum. And it should be pretty yeah. nice. You know what I mean? Yeah. I came in. I saw you at the, um, Springfield that time when you were signing the cards for the kids. Oh, that was a long time ago. Me yeah. Harry. I remember yeah. seeing you guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And that was my nephew that I brought with me. Ah, jeez, <laughs> nah, that was that was a while. That was a long time ago, though, right? How long ago was that? That was a while ago. Well, he's twenty-one now, so he was about six. So, oh, yeah. Right. Now I feel really old. Uh, we, we don't want. Right, we don't want to say how. Old. Oh, no, don't. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Gina, let me go. I, uh, tell yeah. everybody I said hello, please. 
Yeah, likewise. And I'm going to tell my nephew I just spoke to you. Yeah, you tell him. Be good, Gina. Tell everybody I said hi. Take it easy. Bye-bye. Bye. See, that's how it is here. <laughs> you completely changed. <laughs> it's just like, oh, she's she's not kidding. Well, we actually do know each other. She's dropping some names. She did. She, you know. So I'm like, oh, she's shooting here. Shoot interview Jones with callers from family. Oh, that's so, funny. Well, I have a lot of family, you know, and and a lot of them I don't see. A lot of them don't like me. So I don't. I don't. No, I'm not saying we have I'm, that in common. No. Oh, you too. Yeah. Well, you're that's obvious. Who you, you're very unlikable. So I'm not. That doesn't. But I have a lot of people. But these people do like me. So, uh, but there's a lot of people who don't. Uh, family, that is, I'm speaking. They actually hate me. Hey, uh, Christian in uh, Brownsville, Texas, you're on the Taz Show. Hey, Taz, how you doing, buddy? Good, my friend. Talk to me. What's up? Um, I want your opinion on uh, Tony Romo. And uh, Dennis, I want you to chime in, okay? All right, so here's the thing, Christian. Um, wait, you don't, you don't want Dennis to chime in, right? Well... Not really? I want his opinion, too. I want his opinion oh, you too. do? Yeah. Okay, okay. Okay, no problem. So, Christian, here's my thing on Tony Romo. Uh, and, and this might be old news by the time the podcast version of the show drops. But I think Romo... Order on demand. Uh, order on demand. I think Romo ends up um, thinking, you know, like a lot of people saying, either with the Broncos or the Texans. And, and mm-hmm. Anthony, you could chime in, too. I know you're a big Bronco fan. I'm starting to think he ends up with the Texans. I think he wants to probably stay in the state of Texas. Um, you know, that's what I think. Dennis, what about you? What's your deal on him? I say he goes to Houston. I mean, they wouldn't have traded. They they basically Houston basically admitted they made a mistake signing Brock Osweiler. Right. Well, they got rid of him. He's gone. Yeah. Yeah. So by getting rid of him, that just paved the way. We were, I was talking with Anthony pre-show, and then uh, he can chime in. Let's hear Anthony. He's in the uh, men's room. You hear the water behind him. Uh, <laughs> yeah, sorry, I just zipped up my fly. I disagree. Right, hold on, no, Christian, you can disagree in a second. I want to hear what Anthony says. He's a big Bronco fan. Go ahead, Ant. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Is it my turn? <laughs> Go ahead, Anthony. I, I would hey, say the Christian, same thing. I, it's, hold on. It's the Christian show. By the says around. Christian told you. Go ahead. You go ahead, Ant. Okay. Okay, good. Uh, I think with trading Osweiler, I think he ends up with, te- with the Texans. But the Broncos did just sign one of the Cowboys guards, and that might have been more to entice him to come there. But I don't think he ends up in Denver. Who? Because, well, what, the Cow- this, when does this happen? The Cowboys signed one of the... Uh, no, no, the Broncos signed... Oh, the Broncos. Uh, okay. some, I forgot his first name, but Leary, he was like All their right. starting guard from the Cowboys. Okay, no problem. No problem. Dennis O'Leary or Dennis Leary? Dennis Leary? Rescue Man? Not Dennis Leary, right? Was Ronald, it Ronald Leary. Dennis Ron- Leary's the actor. Dennis Ronald Leary's Leary? the guard. <laughs> oh, Limpet, Limpy, Limpy Leary? No, not the guy I went to high school. Limpy Leary. Yeah, he had a third leg, this guy. He was unbelievable. Uh, so, Christian, uh, how can I help you? What you, what you disagree well, with everybody? Limpy, then. Yeah, it's a long story. Uh, um, I think, due to his health, that he's had, like, you know... Hold on. Look, Christian, Christian, what kind of a, a, a handheld device are we using here? Are you, are you hacking speakers, Jones, uh, speakerphone Jones? No it's, it's, no, it's my iPhone. It's an iPhone. It's iPhone. Are you holding it in your hand, or do you have, like, uh, earbuds with a little microphone? What's going on here, bro? I don't I'm hear you. I'm holding it in my hand right now. I'm holding it in my hand. All right, now continue with your point. Okay, I disagree because I think since he has like two injuries already, I think he should retire. You know, health wise. You're talking about you're talking about Romo should retire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Health-wise. Yeah, but, don't, but, but hold on, Christian. You don't feel that this guy uh, brings a lot to the table to a team as a, a veteran that could help? You know, if I'm the Cowboys, though, I'd keep him just to, to you know, help uh, behind the scenes Dak Prescott and stuff like that. But I think he still wants to play. But you don't, you think he's just retire, like get out of the game or just stop playing football? Well, just stop playing football. I mean, I don't mind him helping out, like, behind the scenes. I just get out of football just, you know, help-wise. If he gets another, like, serious injury, I don't think he'll be able to play again. You know I, I mean? see. Okay. Okay. I understand. Well, uh, uh, I don't disagree with that much, but I think he wants to play. I think he feels like he's still got more bullets in his gun. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I understand that. All right, Christian. Thanks for calling, pal. Thanks, man. Bye-bye.
There you go. It was Christian right there in Brownsville, Texas. Yeah, I got all people all over the place. Uh, everybody's calling. I got, I'm looking over here at the uh, gimmick chat, looking at everybody's on. Uh, you know, I got a lot of people chatting it up here in the gimmick chat. <sighs> got uh, Carlos Cuervo saying Stone in Pennsylvania. Stone here, too. You look behind me. I got the new set going on that might not last because Crying Brian said it sucks. During the break, I said, Brian, what do you think? With the, we got the thing there. He goes, well, I don't think it's good. Uh, well, see, he goes, because you can't see the buildings. And he's right. You can't, it, not just because of the snow, but like where the cameras are angled looking out the window, there's actually a pretty nice view here, but you have to look at it straight on. So it'd have to be getting, you know, like I'm looking at the camera here, fruit, angle Jones, pretend if the camera was here. Look, I'm teaching TV inside baseball. Boom, right here. Oh, Skycam. Skycam Sky Cam Jones. So there's actually buildings there. But we can't. I have a good view. You, of course, that's all that matters. As long as you have a good view, it doesn't matter what the audience sees. But um, it does, really doesn't matter. But yeah, a lot of comments are coming in on the uh, Facebook Live. A lot of people asking questions. Um, you know, it, it's uh, it's uh, it's it's just a, a testament to the success I have and how much people love me. Uh, let's be honest. Um, so that's really. I'm, I mean, I'm I'm not trying to be conceited here. I'm just I'm just shooting. I'll get back to the Facebook Live in a minute. Show's almost over, man. We're not gonna have time for SOSM again. You gotta be kidding me, bro. Oh, we'll roll it over to Monday. Oh God, I did. I'm. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna have man. to start dropping teasers on the weekend. I, I didn't get a chance to. Jeez, oh, I just didn't get a chance. Hey, uh, Andreas in Sweden, you're on the Taz show. Good moment, Taz. Good moment, my friend. How's things in Sweden? What's up? Oh, it's very, very good. Uh, I uh, finally have the opportunity to listen to you live every day, so I'm very happy. Thank you, my friend. I'm very happy that you support the show like that. Thank you so much. How do you listen live? Do you go like on your computer? Do you go on your cell phone? Do you go on a tablet? I'm done with the tablet. How do you how do you do it? Uh, uh, as of now, I have the in the phone, so I use the headphones, and I can do other things uh, at the same time. Because you're very busy. Do, watch, uh, do you use the, uh, hold on? Do you use the Radio.com app? I'm trying. I'm taking my own survey here. How do you do it? Yeah, exactly. The Radio.com app. Uh, Very good. They they fix so, it since I yelled at them, right? I cut a promo on those pricks. All right, what's uh, what else is up, bro? Talk to me. No, uh, I've been uh, recently watching uh, a lot of NBA. It's kind oh. of a new favorite sport of mine. Yes. But yes. I don't really have a, a favorite team. Yes. So I was going to ask you if if you have a favorite team or maybe a team you a, a team you dislike. Uh, well, uh, the like, new thing here yeah, in New York, the, th the thing here in New York is to completely hate the New York Knicks. You have to hate the Knicks, right, Dennis? Anthony just said, do not root for the Knicks. I know. You cannot root for the Knicks. Like, that's a thing. Even, even New Yorkers hate the Knicks. So that's unfortunate. So I would say don't root for the Knicks. I would go what, uh, um, you know, Golden State's obviously the, well, I would say they're the cats me out at the end of the day, right? You got, you know, right? I mean, Golden State, uh, Cleveland. Cleveland. Well, do uh, you want to? You got LeBron with the Cleveland, the, the, you know. Do you want to be a front runner? What are you, what are you trying to accomplish? Is your fandom? What's yes. uh, give us some give us some prerequisites? Your goals. What are your goals? Okay, I would go with San Antonio. <laughs> Andreas, are you there? Oh wow, <laughs> this guy's been a whole long time. What the hell happened? He must have just hung up. He asked his question, got it out uh, there. I don't think he hung up. I I think that there was a disconnection because of the massive snowstorm behind us, and I'm still working. Hey, if Andreas calls in, I feel bad. The guy called from Sweden. We've got to try and get him on the show. Uh, let him in. But, I mean, the phone lines were blocked because there's a time limit. Jones on it. Oh, that's horrible. Matt in Houston, you're on the Taz Show. Hey, what's going on, Taz? What's up, man? 
Hey, just here enjoying the kolache. We don't have no Bex or anything here in Texas, you know. Oh, no, no. In Texas, you guys, no, they have good burritos, like egg burritos and stuff. Oh, yeah, and the taco, yeah, the old taco burrito gimmick. Dude, they're badass, dude. I've had those down there. I mean, that's great. Seriously. Hey, here in Houston, it's so joyous right now. They're they're having marching bands and everything. Everybody's helping all the while packing bags to get out of Houston. It's a great day. (laughs) Well, you know, the thing is, uh, you guys in Houston... Well, by the way, aside, I'm going to ask you a question because it's snowing here and it's always hot in Texas. What's the weather? There? I'm just curious. What is the weather there? Uh, really, it's been like a little gloomy. Like right now, my check says it's about 70 degrees. So, I mean, it's all right. Wow, look at you. I got a massive snowstorm. I'm still working. I'm a trooper. You know what I mean, Matt? I'm, 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 I mean, I'm a stud. You know what I'm saying? I'm out here working. Hey, you're the man, Ted. I am the man. What else is up? Oh, no. I, I, I kind of got to disagree with you. Like, just with the whole Romo thing. You know the rivalry between Houston and Dallas and the kind of mess talking that's going to happen if we get Romo after just, you know, years and years of just going back and forth? Do you want Romo? You're a Texan fan. Do you want Romo? I would not want Romo just because I don't think we have the offensive line to protect Romo and how flimsy and kind of – sensitive he is. Well, yeah, he can't. He's got no feet. He's not fast, and his body's banged up, so you definitely need a strong offensive line. Exactly, and, like, we need a guy that can roll out, guy that can move in the pocket, and I think it wouldn't be a good fit. I just think we'll have egg on our face if we take Romo and he gets hurt, and then we're just where we always are. Well, let me ask you this. What would you do if you could have, just pretend for a minute with me, Matt, what if you had the opportunity as with the Texans to get Tyrod Taylor? Would you want him? Because the way he moves, his feet, right. he's fast. So if your offensive yeah. line sucks, you're okay. Yeah, I mean, I mean, they don't suck, but um, it's a different type of offensive scheme. Like we're not a pocket QB type of offense. Right? No, no, I'm I'm well aware. I know all the teams, and so yeah, it's <laughs> not a, not a traditional straight. They call it a straight drop back quarterback, straight drop back passing quarterback. Sir, I understand the, the offensive line makes a cup protection for this quarterback. I'm very well aware of the way it works, Matt. You know I'm a genius. Please, sir, oh, don't, yeah. don't do that. Yeah. All right, well, look, we'll see what happens. But basically, you guys traded the Brock Lesnar-Oswalder and uh, I think a 2018 <laughs> second-round pick to the Browns. And I think the Browns ain't keeping Oswalder either. I think that's just uh, dra- more draft picks that I think they want to give that 2018 second-round pick to the Pats. I think the Browns also want to give something else to the Pats because they want Garoppolo, who's claiming that he's, you know, that, that that he's done. But yet, they're saying it's a hoax on his Instagram, but yet it's still on his Instagram. So I, I, I'm getting worked here. We're all getting worked. You know what I mean, Matt? It's all work. It's all work, brother. Look, thanks for calling. Hey, no problem. You got it. Right, we're in the fifth quarter city here. Uh, show's running a little late. I got things to do. I can't stay on here long. Sorry, SOSM's not going to last. I got people on the, uh, on the uh, what do you call it, uh, the, the Facebook Live. They're all over me. They love me. They love everything that's going on here on the Taz Show. Oh, we got Andreas back from Sweden. Andreas, sorry about that. All right, so you there, buddy? Yeah, I'm here. No uh, worries. Yeah, no problem. So here's the thing, bro. All right, so you don't want to be a Nick fan. We got that covered, right? Yeah, I understand. They suck. They suck. That's right. So here's the thing. Here's the thing, bro. I have a question. I just thought about this. Do you want to be like a front-running fan? Or what What are your goals here? What type of fan do you? I just thought of this. Uh, not really. You know, I I'm not a big fan of LeBron and uh, not the... Oh. Uh, how about Westbrook? Kevin his team. You don't like Kevin Durant. Yeah, He's pretty good, though. How, how, hold on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. How about the uh, the Steph Curry? You like him? No, no. 
Well, like these guys are great. How about uh, you like Rus Westbrook? Yeah, yeah, very much. So and then I, there you go. The Chicago team. Uh, I watched the Chicago Bulls game the other night, and it was, it was Jimmy Butler, like bro. Jimmy Butler's the man. Under yeah, I love yeah, Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler, I love him. He's got the crazy hair. Yeah, I love he's him. A great player. He's a good player. So go be a Bulls fan or uh, Oklahoma. Right, Dennis? Yeah, yes, no? I like I like Oklahoma. If you like Westbrook. Two guys talk at the same time, Dennis. Please be. This guy is in Sweden, and you're over here talking over him. Uh, hold on, Andreas. I have things to do. Let, I have to go in a minute here, Andreas. But Dennis F F this call here. Sir, now talk to Andreas. Go. Andreas, I would look at uh, Oklahoma with Russell Westbrook. Or, sneaky pick, you can go the Pelicans because they just traded for Boogie Cousins. You can go Anthony Davis route. I forgot about Boogie Cousins, who has basically the greatest name in basketball today. All right, Andre Andreas, I got to go. Yeah, thank you. you oh, no, whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on. Who are you going to be a fan of? The Bulls? Probably. They should play the Oklahoma and the winner, I can uh, share for the team. The Andreas Sweden ball, uh, game, we'll call it, the championship, something like that. All right? Exactly. Sounds good, bro. All right, thanks, man. Thank you. I uh, will see. A very busy show here. It never ends. I, I, I no man goes. I need to have a term for when people are on hold a long time. And uh, hey, uh, Devin in Texas, you're on the Taz show. Yo. Yeah. I just wanted to. Yeah, I'm here, buddy. Talk. You said yo. Hello, you, hello? Yeah. Yo. 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 Sorry. I pressed mute. Sorry, man. Yeah, it's Taz. Hi. Hi, good moment. Good moment, my friend. What's going on? How can I help you? Just got uh, two off the hooks real quick. Sure, and, go ahead. Uh, go for it. Okay, go for it. My, my first off the hook is uh, the juicy one, Hooventude, and uh, Rey Mysterio against the uh, Young Bucks. But I want uh, Hoovy and Ray from the, like, 98 WCW days. That's cool. Okay, got it. And then I wanted to do... Uh, yeah, NWO Wolfpack Sting and Kevin Nash versus NWO uh, uh, Hall and Hogan. Yeah. Okay, cool. And what's your so, qu okay. and what's your question, sir? Uh, I wanted to know what you thought of Sting's return and if you thought it was good. Uh, Sting, you said? Sting, yeah. When he did his return, what did you think of it? Re return to you mean when he ended up in WWE? You talking about right? Yeah, when he ended up in WWE, I think it was cool. I think that they, I think they, you, you felt like, you know, he's been everywhere and succeeded, and he'd never been in WWE, and they made a big deal of that. I think they treated his, uh, his legacy and his career with with the respect it earned. Um, I, 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 I was okay with it. I mean, I, I can't remember the nuances of the match he had or whatever the hell happened. I'm talking about like the feel, the aura of him coming into the WWE and how they acknowledged him and all that. They didn't mention his TNA success, but everything else they did. I thought that... They just uh, beat I, him a lot. I'm sorry? They just beat him a lot. They didn't let him win anything except for a tag match on Raw one night with the Big Show. Who are you talking about, Sting? Sting, yeah. He only got one win. So who cares, dude? Who, who, hold on. Who cares? No, 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 no. This is what I mean when I say who cares. Let me, let me rephrase that better. What does it matter? It was the aura of him coming back. Didn't they not put him in the Hall of Fame? I think they did, right? I mean, what about that? You, you, you wanted, hold, let me finish, sir. You wanted them to push him, bro? I'm not going to push him. He, he's 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 an older guy. You know what I mean? I, I'm talking about the, you guys got to think sometimes, bro, the aura of when a guy comes back or that major, that's the push. That's the money. That's how you make money. It's not about 
as when you're that old, it's a it's not about winning matches, it's about getting over the younger guys. You know what I'm saying? Totally, totally. That's what I mean, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. All right, hey, real quick, I think you should call your explicit five live E five live. I don't know if anyone said that yet or not. It's actually a pretty good idea. E five live? E five live. I feel like it rolls off the tongue. E five live. What do we call now? E five B? No, what do we call? What do we call, Dennis? We call it's explicit five live, and then we just kind of wing the abbreviations. There's no. Did we not call it what Devin just said? I think we do. Hmm. I think you're the producer, and you don't pay attention. That's what I think the major. No, problem I didn't is. want to bury Devin, but that's what we call it. No, I mean it's okay. Everything's fine here. All right. Well, look, this is another show, another successful show, another great moment here on the Taz Show, another great frothy edition, as usual. Um, you know, I kicked ass. I, I'm not getting a chance. Excuse me. Why are you I, I love when you put yourself over. No, I'm, may, not, I'm not. Really, I'm, I don't mean it like I that. Kicked ass. Very confident. I love it. Does it sound conceited? I don't mean it like no. that. No. I just, you know, I'm just saying. I, some people uh, actually know people on Facebook Live are mad that there's no uh, Sorn. They, 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 that's because everybody was, who's mad is on the gimmick chat. That's where, that's where uh, it's at. They're all on the gimmick chat. <laughs> gimmick chat for life. I got Wes- your back, guys. Wesley McRoberts asks, is your producer Canadian? Uh, no, but he likes Canadian uh, bacon. Yes. Uh, yes. Bacon, period. I don't care. Israeli, Canadian, yeah, yeah, French. Yeah. yeah, any kind of meat that he could have, he's in. You you know how I feel about meat. You love meat, and where do you love it most? Well, in my belly, but man meat, slap it right on the chest. There it is. Bad Visual Jones. That's the deal. All right, so look it. I'm out. I'm done. Uh, great edition of the show. I kicked ass all week, and thank you, everybody. <laughs> no, thanks, everybody here on the team. The team, as usual, does a great job. Thanks to everybody who listened to the show all week, live or watched live. Thanks to everybody who supported the podcast version of the show all week. Much love, uh, guys. A lot of new people been calling the show. I appreciate all that. Um, all the new people and bear with me it'll only get worse I promise you that right now um, so that's the deal so uh, make sure you guys uh, spread the word of the show and on the weekend so check it out you do the gimmick weekend fest right that's old school old school Taz show fair that means go listen to some of the shows during the week I do I do 10 hours of content a week there's no way that you heard it all the weekend's the perfect time to catch up to the Taz show and we call that gimmick weekend fest jobbers that's what it's called all right, for everybody here at the Taz Show, I'm Taz, you're not. Have a good weekend. Talk to you Monday. All right. Yeah, yeah. Said I was raised in the days of my space and screen names back then when I was only worried about my top friends. Now my circle is getting smaller. All these people acting fake, man. And to be honest, I don't even have a top ten. Me against the world. I've been doing what I really love. Haters been hiding behind the screen, man. They movie. And when I'm back at home, it never feels the same Cause we've been doing our own thing, trying to stay up I wanna go back to days with no grades We ordered the kids meal, play ball, that's all day now I'm stuck looking at this Instagram page But these likes on my picture don't result in getting paid now I've been wondering where the party at Cause all of my concerns got me wondering where they got the Bacardi at to go and pour another drink just to get away. We gotta live it up. Carolina here to stay. I'm hoping I won't let.